The other real special shout-out I gotta make, because none of this would have been possible on any level uh, without this person, is my mother. Mom. My mother. Mom, 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 mom. You have no idea what I put this woman through. If you had just given birth to me, that would have been more than enough. But the fact that she raised me and raised me well, we had a real oral tradition in our house. I knew the word griot when I was a little boy. A griot was a person in Africa who was charged with keeping the stories of the village. Everyone would tell a griot the stories and they would remember them all so that they could tell future generations. And when they got old, they'd tell them to someone else. And they say in Africa, when a griot dies, it's like, a library was burnt down. And my mother used to tell me, before I ever thought about doing comedy, she said, you should be a griot. And she'd fill me with every story of black life. You know, she's educated in African-American studies. And she would let me understand the context that I was being raised in, that I'm being raised in a hostile environment that I have to tame. By the time I was 14 years old, I was in nightclubs, mastering an adult world. It was terrifying. Crack epidemic was going on, and my mother would hear gunshots outside and be scared to death. Maybe it's my son. But early in my career, if you remember, Mom, you used to sit in the club with me. She'd do a full day of work. You'd be back there falling asleep, just waiting for me to go on. She would watch my show every night. Do you know how long that car ride is home? <laughs> how many of you have ever heard your mother say, Jokes were a little too much tonight, son. <laughs> I was a soft kid. I was sensitive, I'd cry easy, and I would be scared to fist fight. And my mother used to tell me this thing, I don't even know if you remember, but you said this to me more than once. You said, son, sometimes you have to be a lion so you can be the lamb you really are. I talk this like a lion. I'm not afraid of any of you. When it comes word to word, I will gab with the best of them, just so I can chill and be me. And that's why I love my art form, because I understand every practitioner of it. Whether I agree with them or not, I know where they're coming from. They want to be heard. They got something to say. There's something they notice. They just want to be understood. Love this genre. It saved my life. So tonight, Mom, I would like to honor you in a very special way that I cannot do on my own. But because now I'm a man with great and influential friends, I'd like to ask my man Thundercat to come out on stage. Thundercat, the mighty most deaf. Washington, D.C., thank you very much for giving me a home and a place to start. Today is officially a Dave Chappelle Day in Washington, D.C. The mayor declared it last night. So, in the future, on Dave Chappelle Day, I ask everyone who wishes to celebrate it to make one incredible memory for themselves and or somebody else. Thank you very much. Good night. Here we go, Miss Nunji. You watched you watch the video in, the, um, in, the, in like public restaurant? Yeah. Turn my shit up loud, too. No, I got I got to stop, though, because the thing that bothers me the most is I'll invite niggas to the studio just to have, like, just come come kick it. And it, they don't mean nothing by it because it's like like listening etiquette. Niggas will fully be on their story or on their snap, like watching it with the sound on. Mm. 
I'd be like, bro, like I, I'd start to lose it. So I'm fully stopped inviting people. <laughs> just be, like that alone is why I don't like. Nah, it's cool. Like you want me to pull up? Nope, nope. I see. I'll meet y'all after. Like, I'm just saying, man. There's so <laughs> many ways to listen to shit on your own, bro. Motherfuckers, the folks just like they just, you know, the whole thing is just always having a phone in your hand, so you don't even think about the fact that. Nigga, there's actual people in reality in your vicinity. Turn this shit down, My man. Nigga. Nah, yeah, I don't know. That that's crazy though. What's but nigga, no, you don't get to change it. What's crazier is you telling that man to turn his phone. That's, that shit is nuts. <laughs> just a nigga, just a nigga walking up to you, telling you to turn your shit down, bro. It's and nuts. you and because it it's probably never happened. He went like even it didn't even matter if like you really could if. He couldn't like see you. It mm. didn't matter. He couldn't take that chance because you took the chance to tell him to turn this shit down. They caught him saw a guard. <laughs> that nigga wrestled his phone. Like, <laughs> like yo, my man. <laughs> Bro, came and t- came and tapped this table twice though. <laughs> what, do, what? Wait, wait. How you tap somebody? What do a tap? How do you tap a table, yo? What did that look like? Bro, you walk up to it and you face him, so that your entire your your shoulders your shoulders are square. square. <laughs> and tap the nigga table with the left hand. And listen up, man. Like, hey. I, like, I, like I'm talking. I'm talking directly to you. It's not like uh, you know. I don't want anybody else to be like in on this conversation. This you is a, this isn't for everybody else. This is literally this is just for be, you. This is mano y mano. This and thing. it was people at his table, huh? It was people at his table. Nah, that'd have been nuts too. Okay, I was about to say that's sick with it. Nah, my nigga was a solo trooper. It was just it was just hella well, people inside the restaurant in the vicinity. So like it was niggas at each one of these tables, and like everybody else is just like bro, just like looking around. They keep looking back at him, like where the fuck is that sound coming from? Yeah. And then the person I was with was just like, bro, what the, f- like, where is that sound coming from? So I know exactly where that sound is coming from. Because you peeped it already. I peeped it you already. Found it, you found it fast. Quickly. And I was just, but at first I was in the lift, I was just like, oh, he probably just watching the video real quick. Like, if it was like a story thing, then like, I could cool. Nah, just, he, like, that nigga was it. watching a fool. My nigga was, wa- bro, watching, faithful, chilling. Yo. Sound on full blast. That's some sick shit, too. Maybe that's why he was at the restaurant alone, because this nigga is the nigga to watch a video on full blast in a restaurant, Bro. like that's got to be a dead giveaway. I mean, even it'd have been cool even if you was on the if you was on like the deck, like on the outside. <laughs> Nigga, you on the inside, bro. You Close inside, quarters. yeah. Come on, man. Are you noticing that lately that there are a lot more people that seem to suffer from Aspergers? Aspergers is the shit where you just can't read social cues, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Don't it seem like it's a lot of those motherfuckers now, or has it always been a lot of those? Yeah, but it's not like that. Not, like Asperger's is so fucking specific. So like, I don't think it's that. So so it's not okay. That's yeah, not like right. that's like that's so so specific. So it, it it's not even that. It's just people. It's just we're we're disconnected from mm-hmm. the fact that there's people in actual reality around us. Like yeah. we don't see those people. That's why folks is, you know, like you know, forbid like shit like that. But like you know folks get abducted and like and like bright and like brightest day get get taken and shit like that is because you're not being you're not being you're not being you know cognizant of your surroundings and that's you know that's just having that shit on how did did, but how does it go because the obvious answer is like technology and not 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 enough like human contact like i that's the obvious answer Mm -hmm. but it that's a dramatic jump from like everybody kind of being on edge to Nigga, you can't you can't see none of you can't see that shit coming from from a mile away. Like you can't peep you can't peep something that's like off. I've seen a few of those videos where they show you what the vans look like that they're abducting people in now, like the human trafficking niggas, like the 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 van and how they get you in the van. Mm-hmm. And 
don't don't let me be the one to say like oh I I because they beat and took my big ass but I'm just saying like that that's a lot man and and I remember I don't know I don't know if it was the same for everybody but I remember like how consistent those conversations were about paying attention to your surroundings not talking to strangers not opening the door for strangers um, especially when you start when you get to the walking home phase too mm-hmm. right like. All right, now we're walking home and I gotta I have to be able to trust you. And this this is walking home before cell phones. Like you had to hey for school, we out, and we on our way out the door. And then when you get home later that day, call, tap in, mom say we made we made it in. We're about to do homework, all the shit. But mm-hmm. without a cell phone for your mom to continuously check on you for. And that was a decent walk. That that walk was probably like two and a half miles mm-hmm. back back then. Um anything could have happened. But yeah, but it's it's I think it's just more so we've been massaged into like into like trusting everything. Fucking you know what I mean? from Postmates like, to Uber, to all that shit. Yeah, you know oh, what I mean? Like it's, just a, it's just a constant massaging process that loosens you up to the fact that you know some of these things, you know, aren't gonna happen to you until it happens, and then it's like fuck, like yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, why did it happen to me and shit like that or stuff like that? And I, that's not that's not casting anything on that. On any of those type of situations, just yeah. more so. That's uh, it, it. It's something that you know has been embedded in us, you know, through a process. You know, like the system has created that for you. Yeah. Like whenever they want to change the landscape, nigga, that shit is slowly built, and then it just seems like that shit happened overnight. Nah, my nigga, that shit has been massaged into us. Yeah. Huh. Just to just to I don't know. That's that's fascinating, especially to think about too. Just. How it how it affects the entire the entire landscape. Mm-hmm. Just um, I don't know. Just I I didn't I didn't look at the report, but they had like the they had the report come out on just like uh, how many uh, rape cases, abduction cases, shit like that happen in Ubers. Um, really? Like, yeah, like in there. I think it was like 2018 or something like that. Because um, they come out like they they don't come out exactly when the when the year's out. Like it gives some time for them to like. Go through the numbers quarter, quarterly, yeah, yeah, quarterly so. almost. Yeah, so some time's gotten away. Yeah. Wait a minute, G. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I didn't look at the report. I should have, but, but I, there, just, I just saw it pop up that that was. There's that, an entire report that have they have to from like uh, when it started becoming a thing. Like they started coming out that you know people were catching uh, like sexual uh, sexual cases, mm-hmm. rape cases uh, from uh, from Uber mm-hmm. from 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 Uber rides. So it's just like they they now they they have to um, turn over uh, those type of records or whatever. It's new, but it's wild. It's new, but it's wild. Holy fuck! That's just wild. That's not, that's like a whole department. Like you got to mm-hmm. create a department for some shit like that because you can't, you know, because we taking a gamble every single time. You know, we're getting getting in something with a stranger. Yo, what's going on? What is going on, man? Yeah. Nah, it's cool. It's that uh, uh, woman just told me that uh, when she goes to the grocery store, and it, I, uh, you know, because the time, because the daylight savings or whatever, so now you know it gets dark at five. Yeah. But uh, she tends to go to the grocery store early. Um, at, no, at night still. But it's just like when she leaves the grocery store or whatever, she um, already dials a nine one one. 
um, on her phone when she's walking to, you know, like just a precursor to just in case. She and that's and that was like news to me. Like just in, I I know like how crazy it is for like women, but it like to put it in perspective Gee. on just like go like stepping stepping ahead of the curve for just in case situations. Like that's how you you know see that up. and that and that's where the you know that's where all the all the all the not humor is not the right word, but the like. The back and forth banter, like men versus women, where all that shit goes out the window. Bro, I ain't never had to think about no shit like that Completely. ever Completely. in life. So it's just like, what am I? What am I supposed to say to that? Mm-hmm. Like, like I like, there's not, there's not, there's nothing to be said, yo. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to be said when a woman has to go. A, I dial nine one one when I'm walking out the grocery store first what yeah the, with the with the time change and, and it being darker or whatever they they, they are, are constantly uh <laughs> they're constantly a target bro so yeah. like that's that's yeah it's interesting well way to start off the show happy 90th hey man <laughs> happy 90th you feel me? uh it's the meet the break podcast no, i'm Manny draper <laughs> and that's lg he's i'm in. lg my bad. My bad. <laughs> uh Happy 90th to I, all I am us. him. I am him. Uh, happy 90th <laughs> to all our listeners. Um, special number, man. The, the, 10, the 10 episode countdown. Yes, sir. We got a few few lovely texts from some special people. Shout out to Lex. Uh, shout out to JoJo for wishing us a happy 90th. Everybody that's like t- t- tapped in, dialed Appreciate in, y'all. and uh, re- understands how special this is. Um, glad to be back, of course. Uh, didn't mean to start it off so dark. Human trafficking and Asperger's and... Uh, that's the way to start off a show. Hey man, sometimes <laughs> it might Christ. it might have been because we just have a peak of sun right there, like just just a peak, <laughs> just a peak. and all the rest of it is gloom. It's gloom. So it's just a, it's just a it's just a feeling. Oh man, what? Uh, but uh, we did get like some some uh, some great reviews like over uh, the last few days or whatever, just on just you know the pod period. Word. I would like them to put that in writing. But, uh, yeah, you know, hey, you can review the pod on whatever podcast. Like, like reviews to us is great, amazing. <laughs> you, I you know what it. I'm saying? <laughs> Run up them reviews, rate, review, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. Shout out to all our Spotify podcast listeners, Apple podcast listeners, Simplecast, Castbox, uh, Stitcher, Google Play. Thank y'all for continuing to uh, to tune in, and we just run, just keep running them up. Appreciate it, but like El said, if you gonna if you gonna send if you gonna text me, DM me, email me, awesome reviews about the show. Even if it's not, even if it's just something you would like to see better, write that shit in the comments, man. Like it just it's just pure engagement. Yeah, all of that stuff is super helpful. Yeah, um, most definitely. Because once again, evil will win. Yeah, and the motherfuckers that don't like shit or hey, they just want to fuck go, with they you, gonna they, they, they gonna tap. They gonna tap in. They they get the accounts and be boy in that motherfucker. <laughs> We just got done talking about that. Uh, um, shout out to Kevin Allen, my, my my big bro. We just we just rap about shit. And um, Nip Nip is uh, Victory Lap is certified platinum um, as yes, of sir. as of yesterday. Uh, salute to the all entire All Money In squad. Um, everybody down at the Marathon Store, the entire family, uh, the estate. Congratulations. Um, I know it's I know it's bittersweet, um, but it's still something to if we can if we can somehow separate anything and still celebrate his legacy and what he left and his intentions too um mm-hmm. he he absolutely 100 percent had intentions of making a platinum record um 
and he did that. Um, we watched we watched on Nip's story, his IG, for months of him traveling the world to play victory lap for the people he thought needed to hear that you go get that stamp from. And I don't know if that's a uh, a nostalgic rapper thing, mm-hmm. but I know for me, I can see. So I, I don't know if everybody thinks like this. Every 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 artist thinks like this, but for me. Puff wouldn't be able to just give me his number and be like, yo, I see what you're doing. Hit me. And I'm not going to hit him. Like, I would hit him the next day. Be like, yo, like, just tapping in. Oh, like, out of respect because mm-hmm. of, of what his hustle is meant to my own sort of adoption of hustle music musically. Right. Um, same goes for a lot of the OG, OGs in the industry that may, or, that, that may not get the same, uh, have the same acclaim or status as Puff. But there's a lot of people behind the scenes that just if they ta- oh Whoa. my gosh, that if they just if they tap in, it means something different. Um, I can't believe this is happening right now. We're watching Whoa. Houston and Kansas City, and this game is nuts. Well, I've never seen anything like this. This is insane. Um, but yeah, back to 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 Nip. I just just simple as just wanting to say congratulations because Victory Lap. I still listen to it. I know a bunch of people that still have it in in their daily rotation. And it and it is it is a platinum album. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 flawless in 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 my eyes. This, great album, and and just just happy to very be informative album album. Yeah, which, what, which, which was Nip's thing for sure. Like by the time he by the time it was gonna go on wax, nigga, that shit was gonna be information that he's gonna give back to you. So that 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 was that's the first thing that I got from uh, Victory Lap. And just like the, it all came together. Like if you just followed his entire mixtape hustle and everything like that, and like just the shows and stuff like that, just the energy that was booming. So it was good for have all that be put into an album before he left here. So that was great. Yeah, man. I, um, we that conversation had started like uh, disqualifying the positive. Um, uh, you can imagine around death. Um. The people closest, the people closest, the people nearest the situation, have a really, really hard time with the outpouring of love, um, in a posthumous sense, when the person's profession and career was sort of dependent upon eyes and recognition on some level of of sort of determining their value in their respective in, uh, industries. Mm-hmm. Um, Nip Nipsey Hustle. Mac Dre, um, these gentlemen, and even nah, I I I was gonna I was I was almost gonna say Aaliyah, but Aaliyah had some some mainstream success prior to her death, so it's not it's not quite the same. Um, but Nip and Nip and Mac Dre, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nip and Nip and Nip and Mac Dre for sure received. Received an, an, an insane, an insane amount of acclaim and and notoriety and respect once they once they once they passed, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't think that's up for debate. I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain their estates wouldn't argue that, uh, their people wouldn't argue that, and it and it's a, it's a hard pill to swallow when Mac, especially Mac, in the sense of Mac Dre, his whole. They, it was like too hard for the radio. The radio can't play this. They won't play it. And he spent a lot of his career being eluded from the radio. Mm-hmm. And 
the the and was and literally was a was a was a was a legend under underground and on the streets like that when you look at the circuit from the bay to Kansas City where where he ultimately uh, where ultimately his life was taken and in some of the underground markets he was a was a, was a megastar on the underground market mm-hmm. and once he passed KML and everybody picked up these records and it's like you can it can you can kind of rewrite his legacy or his history of what he meant um similar to similar to Nip posthumous yeah oh. similar to Nip racks in the middle was going up and he got got to shoot, got to got to feel that a little bit but not in terms of where it eventually went mm-hmm. and one you know and people debate and argue back and forth about which which would it have done what it did had he not gone and he, that that just feels like a weird conversation to have but rightfully so the people that are in these studios in these trenches with them know how they felt and how what their outlook was like yo I'm doing all this work the industry don't fuck with me the radio don't fuck with me all these different things these conversations are had mm-hmm. and they're had with the people closest to them and so once they pass, the people closest to them <laughs> keeping that same energy are like, wait, 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 wait. Y'all didn't fuck with my nigga when he wasn't here. Why y'all fucking with him now? Hmm. Like, huh? You know, and it makes it, you know, it makes it really, really hard to 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 have to even discuss it because you're talking about some like somebody's loved one, like they lost someone. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell people how to grieve, how to process, and how to celebrate and how to mourn. The fact of the matter is that the re- the record that he put his blood, sweat, and tears in went went platinum today or yesterday. Hmm. Uh, can you can we even ask them to separate the two? Is it is that is that even a respectful thing to do? Is go hey separate the two? Mm, I don't see why we would. Uh, I believe that. Uh, that was going to go platinum eventually. Um, now I think we're just talking about how quickly something will get to it. I think that's where we're going with this one. So I don't know if that I don't know if that would be any different. Well, I guess it would be different, but I still think that what we got from Nip would have eventually gotten to the status that it is at right now. It just mm-hmm. happened to go a lot quicker with the passing. Uh, so that might make, that might be frowned upon, mm-hmm. but I don't know with something that something of that magnitude, how I think all these like conversations are a little weird to tell you the truth. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm struggling even getting it out. Cause it's like, I don't, I'm, I'm never going to tell nobody how to mourn and what I know or how they should feel. Never. Never. It doesn't doesn't feel right. Um but it 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 is hard. It is hard to watch it is hard to watch their loved ones be consumed by the by the monster of the internet. You yeah. know, and yeah. the, the out the outpouring of love and the, the continuing the continuing conversation. Where uh the, the the city the city and the family is experiencing it with Bugsy right now. It's not a hard. It's not an easy conversation to have. That young man was busting his ass to gain notoriety uh, musically, mm-hmm. and and could have and could have leveraged the outpouring of love that seemed to come once he once he was no longer no longer with us. Mm-hmm. 
and you know so it feel, it feels weird it, it every everybody feels away and I, and I probably shouldn't be saying that right now but it's a it's an observation and and a true one for that matter um you mean just like people hopping on the love book not even hopping on the love book because 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 that kid was really loved like let's not ever get it fucked up a nip, nip was really really loved and respected yeah but um, it's also a bug too no no it is no yeah. You're you're right. Like just, I think it's. I think we we're not talking about so much like, uh, bringing attention to it. Like as far as like saying like like giving the love that's necessary. We're talking about, uh, people. Are are we talking more about like people that stay on it, like to incentivize, like to like incentivize themselves? Because I know for like the nip thing, there well there game, you go. Game shit is nasty. Yeah. Well, there you, there you go. That's what a, that's what the that's and that it feels like the what the families and surrounding people are lashing out to, or the people that seem to be doing it as a means to leverage it yeah, for themselves. Like the like the the family of uh, Aretha Franklin mm-hmm. and them being mad at the fact that they're coming out with a film mm-hmm. uh, starring uh, Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just mad because nobody consulted them like yeah. nobody came to talk to them yeah um, about any of those stories that was going out in there and it was wanting people to boycott it and stuff like that yeah like there's a lot of money in death yeah uh there's, there's a lot of money in so, death. there's so much money in death so uh, the person that actually passed is now gone and my belief is that that's that's uh, a favorable option for, I mean, a favorable place to be in because you no longer have to deal with like some of this shit. And now that now we're, we're sitting around here and we like, are trying to piece together, you know, the remains of like somebody else's uh, legacy and stuff like that. And that's where shit gets, you know, a little weird. It's just the people that's left behind, Um, whether they're doing things out of like great intent or Mm. whatever. It's just a matter of, once somebody passes, that is the best possible time to jump onto that uh, that buzz that is surrounded in there. People yeah. like leech onto that, you know. It's and, yeah. and that's where like you know it's just a little weird. Yeah. We, um, how consulting the families. Um. The the. the it's all, it it really is it really does com- confuse and convolute things when you start talking about the business of entertainment mm-hmm. um does that come down to like what do you own like if you don't own if they if they don't own their stuff then people can do whatever fuck they want to do with it right essentially so like the consulting part is just the ethical part and that's, it's that's just not, and, that's, and this is this, this is the la- again <laughs> yeah, it's not, this it's the not the alive last, and well in that this yeah. is the last place to look for so some of the ethics principles morals yeah, so from there you just have to try to jump onto the the social aspect of it and just try to get a gathering from there just like we need to boycott this and yeah. you know i don't think people care that much to jump into those type of boycotts yeah. um and so i guess that's what makes it that's what makes it practically an impossible conversation to have um asking asking for asking for that in a in an industry that doesn't that doesn't acknowledge or even operate on that on that spectrum is just it's just a tough thing to do, mm-hmm. um, and so it not wanting not wanting the family to con- to to it, I guess I, ultimately what I'm trying to get at mm-hmm. is not wanting the hurt to be 
um, ex- not being extended or, or, or played out or, or continued is like, hey, this this is the wrong place to kind of like get hit to, to expect respect for your healing and your closure or the healing in the family's culture closure. These people don't give a fuck because you just you said it. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of revenue and death. And I think we've been I think we've seen that mm-hmm. um, with everybody, you know, what the what the pocket state is able to generate, what what to um, excuse me, what the brand of Tupac is able to generate versus what the estate is valued at. Mm-hmm. It's just it's 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 insane. Definitely. It's insane, yeah. you know, and, and and I imagine it. I imagine the value of others will go up and then. Aretha, like what, whatever the estate's business affairs were, Marvin's business estates, shit, Michael's business, uh, business affair. Excuse me. It just see, it's just, it's just a, it's just a lot, a lot to try to try to filter through and 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 expect somebody to take on, and and all at the same at the same time, all that is taking place. Somebody, there's a group of people trying to heal and grieve and process. We just we're watching it with Prince. Mm-hmm. And everything, and knowing how Prince was moving when he was alive, mm-hmm. versus what, <laughs> versus what the uh, how the estate is doing it now, right, right. And, you know, it just it's it's a it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing to grasp or tackle, and 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 I, and and I imagine you can tell by like my my own uncertainty. Like I just I don't I don't know I don't know. No, nah, that's that's a, that's a good conversation to have. Uh, but I don't know. I think it could be. I don't know. Like you said, it's just no way to like tell people who were close to the situation how, how they're supposed how to, to feel deal. about it. Yeah. Um. That's first things. But then, trying to mix that in with business, man, Jesus. and like folks not really knowing like how cutthroat that shit is, and uh, believing that there has any semblance of emotion attached to it is nuts. So. I don't know. I'm out there. I don't know if that's like something that you give away by deciding to uh, be a part of entertainment, um, like take like that be your route. If that's something that you give up, just similar to like um, how the how like you saw you you know almost like and um, in, in, on a visible um, on a visible contract you sign up for the paparazzi. You know what I mean, and people being in your, like you no longer having privacy. I don't know if that's like you. You pretty much sign up for, you know, all of the all of the wolves that come in once you you know no longer here. You know what I mean? Like the, the you can you can only run it one way when you are here, but once you're gone, then it's free for all for whoever the fuck want to jump in and whoever is adamant enough to do it. Yeah, consistent enough to do it. Doesn't matter how nasty it is. It's a matter of if you you know you able to come up at all. <laughs> What do you, if it, if, if it, not if it were, because you, you've been there. What do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you suggest separating the two? Now that we know we've, we've, we've experienced enough loss Mm -hmm. to know that it's not just as simple as grieving, that there is business involved now. Um, does it affect how you how you go about your your state your state of affairs? Has has it impacted you enough for that? Or are you still just like I know how to deal better going forth? Um, or are you just like or is it 
situational. Because I think it's, it's it's really tight truth. It's all of that. It's such a it's it's a mixed bag, and uh, there really is like it's 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 serious that people grieve differently, yeah. and it's serious that there is no real time frame on grief. So hmm. with that being said, you have to learn to compartmentalize um, in like a in like a way that allows you to be able to move forward while having all this weight still attached to you. Like you have to figure out a way to get to that space and whatever way compartmentalize. Yeah. Like however way it takes to get to that space is like different for everyone. But that's the, that's the type of recommendation I have for that. Just having that be a part of what my life is like myself. So it's just the compartmentalization of it. And um, knowing that certain things will trigger. Yeah. And put you back in a space. Yeah. Uh, simple as that. And it could be on somebody. It could, <laughs> it could be on. It could just be on something that's on you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just recognizing that that's a part of the process, and then from there, uh, utilizing that emotion that you have right there uh, to your advantage somehow, because you have to put it off as um, as if like you have to almost like do it as the weight that you have Mm -hmm. they are still there um and you're living out um you're attaching a piece of their legacy to your own um as like a appreciation for you know the feeling that they gave you you know like the the um what you like like just how just how just how y'all connected or whatever hmm. taking that with you and yeah. that's like your appreciation with them yeah and then when you go and that'll be passed on to somebody else and then that's just how we connect on you know that's how our time continuum continues you know what i mean it's just by attaching uh people's legacies onto your own and then passing it down and shit like that so i've heard the, i've heard the business of death before now now i'm moving into a realm of like understanding the business of grief mm. i for the life of me i get my i guess my my own because of where i my own sort of um growth or evolution like i hadn't gotten there yet to understand that that was a phase or even a thing mm-hmm. um i peeped the business of death before <laughs> um you know when you talk about just the the, the, the person's affairs arrangements you know just just what was in place who assumes who assumes debt at at a particular point or what have you depending on what the debt is mm-hmm. all these things like i i've i've been through enough of that to kind of know it but it always kind of just stopped there cuz i didn't you know didn't really have to trip off the business of mourning now and seeing the business of the mourning part but a lot of the business of mourning isn't mourning people that are actually dead. It's like mourning the people who are living but just checked out in a way. Completely. And that's big fucking that's, that's business, part man. Of it, yeah. I didn't, yo, G. From addic- addiction's probably the, the main one. Most definitely. Um, that's big fucking business. Mm-hmm. And they're one and the same. They're one and the same. And it, and you know, you know, so once all that stuff gets convoluted and you throw in the, you throw in the satanic, 
approach and mindset. Drugs, of the, antidepressants. Oh my goodness! All kind of shit, bro. Like that's the drug. That's what the drug industry is built off of. And and it, and and it seem it feels like the drug and industry. That, and that's, that's a group that can name their price. That shit is nuts. That is an open market that you can just say, you know what? I bought this drug off of this person, and I am going to run this motherfucker up yeah. six thousand percent. And then we'll just look at that shit like, all right, all right, nigga, that's true. But it seems like the drug industry and the entertainment industry are one and the same, or at, or at the very least in, in, in bed with one another. Um, and, I, and, and I always wondered, like, because they call it a, a, young, a young man's sport, right? And so we're talking about kids, like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Bieber was 11 when he got his deal or what, or what have you. Um, and then... <laughs> expect them to become like fully developed and established adults mm-hmm. is kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince was Prince was seventeen, seventeen, eighteen when he got to L.A. Um, Michael Jackson five all the way through. So the like the the shock and the surprise that people that have been uh, Perform, performing and entertaining that long wouldn't be dependent upon. Bro, there is nobody like Mike, man. Yeah. That shit is nuts. At all. Like, nobody has the At Mike storyline, man. At all. They put my name in the forefront and everybody was eating off of bread yeah. from youth. Yeah. But yeah, nah, I just had to bring that up because I'm still mad at that damn Neverland Doc, man. Oh, speaking of Docs. Did you see uh, Oprah step stepped away from her doc about uh, Russell Simmons' accuser? She better had. She knew she didn't have all the information, <laughs> man. Like, come on, man. We know what you're doing, man. Damn. Like, it's I know it's I know it's forbidden for black people to talk about Oprah. I get it. I understand that, but come on, man. Like, enough is enough. And it's not even just like the fact that the timeline has been just on black people because I believe if you did some shit, then you for sure should be exposed no matter what your color is. Like that, that shit doesn't really matter to me. Hmm. Um, it would be nice if there was more attention on, you know, some of the white people, but also there's not much business in that because nigga, who's going to watch that shit? And like, nigga, our, our, our group ain't about to sit down and watch no <laughs> Epstein doc, but we for sure go sit down and watch, a, watch. A, a R. Kelly and all that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those are our, our heroes. So it's a lot big of business. money. Big business. The business of, again, the business of grief, man. It's this a lot is, of money in this it. This is, that, that, and this was, that was sort of the point, like the business of grief. And now, now she's stepping down because it compromises the business. I don't think, I don't think it compromised because she said, like, I still I, I still believe the accuser. Just the business is fucked up now. Literally. Essentially, what if you read through it, she's like, the, the director wants to go go to Sundance next week. She's like, yo, it's not ready. And the director's like, nah, it's ready. So you're fucking up the business at that point. If it goes to Sundance and doesn't perform, who's picking up this film? Mm-hmm. Then she stops it from going straight to Apple, uh, Apple TV+. Plus. Mm-hmm. The business is fucked up. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the the facts, the rights, the wrong, the accuser, how the accuser's getting over the business. Well, that, the business that, for Oprah is messed up, so that, she's out. That's the part because like the there's the fact that they would love to rush that out, regardless of if it's true or not. It just lets you know what the <laughs> what? <laughs> how they was how they's about to get down. Like nigga, this is a moment right now where we gotta capitalize yeah. on the fact that people are paying attention yeah. to these docs, yeah. like just talking to getting paying attention to this word of mouth shit. 
yeah. We got to get on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and so it it, it comes. Also, bro, again, man, where is Russell at? Ru- I, I saw I saw this man Gee. tweet or he had send out that uh, that Instagram. But where is Russell at? Gee, Russ is he, in- he used the he used the old pick. He. <laughs> Russ used a TBT to get Bro. his point off. Hey, Russ is where they don't have extradition laws. Like <laughs> they not wherever he at, they don't have extradition laws. So he they not gonna send that nigga back until uh, he in, until he in the clear. He ain't coming back. Bro, I just happen to see Ren on the uh, on the growing up hip hop shit. But like, is when he was marrying JoJo? Huh? Did he marry JoJo already? I don't think he married him yet. But yeah, that they, they were talking. They were having that conversation. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know where, where he because he used to pop up from time to time on our, on our Run's house. Oh yeah, Uncle, but, Uncle Russ stay popping up on Run's house. Yeah, Russell's but around. Not on growing up hip hop. No, nope. we bro. can't have him nowhere near the set. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. Oh man, um, a lot of uh shit. We we've been just been chopping it up. Thank you. Uh, welcome back. I said that already, but updates shows January thirty first in Grant's Pass opening for Jay Lately on his tour. And then Saturday, February 1st, I'll be back in Ashland, Northwest Pizza, the band and I, the fellas, the gang is back in town. Pull up, tickets are $10, doors are at 9 p.m. That is February 1st, Saturday, Northwest Pizza, Ashland, Oregon. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Sunday morning is out um, everywhere, Spotify, Apple, go, go stream that, download it, cop it, replay it, share it on your story. Um, new music is on the way. What, G? Nothing. A lot of shit happened this week, but I I was glad that you sent it because I forgot. Dave Chappelle got the Mark Twain Award in DC, and when I tell you, that was one of the more epic rollouts um, for for digital content I had experienced. We talked about that too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, they they kind of released um, the honorees. <laughs> the honorees a speech a day for like a week and a half. So mm-hmm. John Stewart, Aziz Ansari, Tiffany Haddish, Neil Brennan, uh, Sarah Silverman, um, all these people that spoke on behalf of Dave and performed the performances, uh, most deaf Thundercat. Um, it was just, it was dope. Like, and, and to hear all these people speak so highly of one person. It was a Dave production, man. <laughs> You feel me? It was a Dave production through and through. And then, and then they finally dropped Dave's accept, acceptance speech. Powerful. Yo, yo. Whenever, and, whenever Dave talk, bro, we gotta protect Dave at all times, man. It's just, I I took I took a lot. The and, power of speech is so important, and he is utilizing that to a T through the comedy and just like he's making a point to constantly alert everyone that this cancel shit is not healthy. Like not being able to talk is, is not healthy. Like not being able to have somebody say something to you and, and you work through that reaction is yeah. not healthy. Like just completely stiff arming the fact that somebody could feel different from you yeah. and have a different view than you or need to have a learning curve yeah. is not healthy, bro. Yeah. I, Dave, Dave is incredible to me for so, for so many reasons, but mainly, um, mainly how, how true to form his, his experience is representative of like, the black experience like 
because it's the black American experience. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. The spectrum is so broad. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're biracial, and you have a black parent, chances are you identify black as black. That's 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 part of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're middle class black, that could be a whole different experience. If you if you if you're wealthy black, if you grew up wealthy black, that's a whole different experience. If you grew up uh, in extreme poverty levels, different experience. If you if you have if you have both parents, it's slightly different. If you didn't, ha- if you only had a single parent, slightly different. Like all these different dynamics change and and sort of help gauge the spectrum. And and all like that's not the same for everybody. Completely not the same. But for us, the spectrum of blackness is so broad based on your economics, uh, what part of the country, regions, all the shit. But there's always going to be these little similarities or what have you. Mm-hmm. Dave, for for example. His story, oh my gosh. And he's been sharing it over time and how it's sort of lended to his style of comedy, the the, the the density and the realms of which he's going to, to which he's willing to go to to tell these, these stories. Mm-hmm. But his acceptance speech sort of put his whole career together. Like if you were missing anything, you got it now. Mm-hmm. Like you fully get it now if you, if you saw that acceptance speech. Mm-hmm. When he, when he, Talk, when he t- he tells a story about his mom Man. teaching him the na- the 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 word griot mm. and what that means and what the griot the role of the griot back in in African civilization like the griot was who they told the stories and I'm gonna use the clip at the beginning I have to like it's moved me so much I'm gonna put it at the beginning um, and once I found out it 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 it, re- it resonated with you the same way I was like yo okay I don't I really don't feel crazy because mm-hmm. every person I've sat down with. I've like, oh, have you seen it? No, I watch it over again with them, and I like, I get the same feeling I got the first time I watched it. Completely. Um, Come on. Man. It's just, I don't know, man. I just seeing seeing somebody that free, somebody some somebody that somebody black and free like that. <laughs> um. And I think the I think the most important to take away or you walk away with when you watch Dave. Is that it hasn't been without a cost. Completely. That's the most important part of the the freedom he moves with has been at a cost. That month fucking up that bag at Comedy Central, like they joke about it, but it's a lot of people that were affected by that. Neil mainly. My name and folks get excommunicated for less. <laughs> like you can get you can get blackballed for less than that. Then fifty then fucking up fifty million dollar bag. Where it, where it impacts everybody, and Dave felt that. But he named again. When you go back and watch his Inside the Actor Studio, he's like, "Hey, I named my price, and what they were what they were asking of me for that level of money, I wasn't willing to go there, and I got to walk away from it. And of course, the only the only way, the only way to get in front of that is to call somebody crazy. Completely." And to watch him, watch him fight, and that was the point he was trying to make. Like, yo, fam, I was gone. <laughs> I was gone for almost what do he say? Seven, seven years, eleven years? Twelve. Twelve. It's gone for twelve years from something I love. Re- repairing, bro. That part was so powerful. Twelve years is a long time. That's how he started. That's what he. That is what he did. Twelve years is a long time. To have to go, to have to go, almost on like a, like a. Like a re repairing my brand shit, like that's reminding what, motherfuckers who I am. That's what I'm talking about. When you get torn down, right? 
um, just, you know, off the cuff, re like just have any opportunity to now go down to like, you know, sub zero and be able to like do like a, you know, like a rebuild of the foundation is is powerful, man. Like yeah. it, it's it's no other it's no other, no other way to like really come into your own um, when you ha- when you're dealing with other people than to have the strongest of foundation for yourself first and foremost so that nothing wavers and if if you're doing things for the wrong reasons and uh, then that means there's a lot of outside noise that seeps in that's you know not having you live within your truth whatever amount of time it takes to rebuild your foundation do that shit now dang it i don't care what age you are that your process need to start right now hmm and whatever amount of time it takes is different for everyone again. But dang it, that's the that that's the only advice, and that's that was a big that was a huge part of that speech, man. Because that's that's the way I got it. That's the way I received that. Same, same, exactly. Like the what naming your price could look like, mm-hmm. what moving, what moving, what purpose could look like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what what being in love with your you know your choice of career and your genre could look like too like Mm -hmm. what 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 real genuine like being a student of it Mm -hmm. like him um him bigging up tony woods dog i remember being like eight and being a fan of dave but seeing tony woods it's like man why tony Woods sound like dave Chappelle? (laughs) and and didn't get clarity on that until just a few days ago when dave was like nah that's my og I'm trying to be like him. Uh-huh. And then he told the story of how Miles was like, yo, man, I just pure imitation. And I keep, I've keep i been saying that shit for years. Like, we don't get to find our, you don't get to find your voice if you don't have an OG or somebody you're an absolute fanatic of. Uh-huh. And you try to imitate so much to where it's it's laughable. Uh-huh. I told, I told the whole, I told the whole story on the pod, didn't I? What? When I, I would, uh, Going on my first show, getting a microphone and doing the J. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so stupid. Like I cringe every time I think about it, but it's it's all I could think to do because it was all I consumed up to that point. G, like it literally, that's all I consumed was just a bunch of fucking J. That's the first thing that came. Upon. That's the no. It was like, 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 to, like to bridge that gap to get it to was, the stage. It would be funny if it came to mind. It was just like it was instinct. Like it, it, like I was it, supposed to do. Like I got the microphone and went. I'm so embarrassed by it now, but it was, it's such a cool, it's such a cool moment to have because it's so, it's so humbling and, and for the, for the sake of the process though. Mm -hmm. And I, we just got done talking about how convoluted and how satanic the, the, the entertainment industry is, but there's such a pure, when it's done right with, it's back to Dave's point, when it's done right and with the purity, there's not, there's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. Um, and so I, I just, I, I, I walked away similar to you, just grateful for him, all the people around him, his experience and how he sort of held true to form in that regard. Like, this is what I love and it's not for sale. Mm-hmm. This is what I love to do and it's not for sale. And how, and how much value it, there is in moving like that. Like pushing your, like drawing your line, pushing said line, and not, hey. 
Nothing's going to impede this. Yeah, because it was like powerful just talking about like he was like just listening uh, to Neil Brennan uh, talk, you know, <laughs> made, made him, you know, start tearing up like about, about to cry because he was thinking about man, all, all that money, money that off. I did, <laughs> that did not make doing that shit. <laughs> like, bro, imagine doing 19 hour days. Mm-hmm. Bro, there is no amount of money to just do 19-hour days, no. bro, and go crazy. Yeah. I, I fear that every single time I, I see Martin talk now. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's left so many pieces of himself throughout the years from the amount of work, work that he, he was doing that he yeah. was doing at the time and like uh, that's another person they tried to paint as crazy yeah. no he they, there was a point where i'm pretty sure doing that much work and that much exhaustion you will break and then trying to and then trying to put a value on it though like yeah. that's the that's the part like yeah. you just you just nailed it bro there's no there's no number you can put on that level of output mm-hmm. writing producing and starring in a, a hit show on one of the bigger networks one of the networks that were struggling till you had a show mm-hmm. and talk and talking about martin mm-hmm. um same with comedy central though fucking south park was doing his thing but that that like literally it was comedy central was holding on for dear life and it wasn't enough money that's why john stewart's speech was so was so hilarious yeah, yeah, yeah. and insightful mm-hmm. Cause like, wait a minute, Comedy Central got that much money, and then since Dave leaving, what y'all gonna do with it? That's Man. when John, John Stewart killed once Dave got up out of there. Open that, open that. <laughs> it's like you gotta do something with that now. Yep, that's hilarious. And so it's just like, like a true. I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm wondering when the last time we had a true American folk hero, mm-hmm. and I put emphasis on folk because he like. He not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. That that not you not supposed you not supposed to get painted as crazy on crack in Africa. All these things and then bounce back like take control of the narrative back like that don't it don't happen like that. It's not supposed to. But that's, when that's that's a beauty in comedy though is that this it's, it does end up being like no matter the amount of competition and like you know the hate that can be evolved in like usually it's like it's a band of brothers so like. Even when he took off, there was still groundwork being being laid. There was still people appreciative of the art form of Dave and that would go to his shows where he would just be on stage for hours and just working through just his mental process, just on stage the entire time, just talking. And like it wasn't always going to be funny. It was going to be dry at times. Yeah. But that's just him working through and massaging it and playing, messing around with it. And just like getting back to like the love of the art form and that yeah. and that type of stuff is when you have your peers going to things like that, it's a certain level. It's a sign. Yeah, yeah, it's a sign. That's a reflection of you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what that's how every last one of them, uh, them uh, the, like the the honorees was like with the the just how genuine each one of those stories were and just yeah. talk about him being in the moment. And like creating moments and wanting that to be a thing and yeah. bringing that back to the forefront as well. Um, that's that's type that's type of stuff that somebody would have to talk to you like would have to say about you. Yeah, that's not something that you come out and talk about. Like that's just like what other folks have to uh, will understand about a person is that they always are in they always bring them into a moment yeah. as opposed to like oh we need to post this or oh we need to look like this or oh we need to be like this because this is what's on right now. Like nah, we're man, I um. <laughs> 
it's so it's so silly to admit, but it's the truth. I I genuinely didn't know the difference between loving the process of your art form and wanting to be famous until 2015. Is it 19? That's 20 now. So 20 so 2015. Um, I got the chance to open for JLX. That might have been 16. Jesus Christ. So 16. Got the chance to open for JLX. And you were there, like the, all y'all showed up, which was which was like really made me feel like special. That was a good time. But that was man. So I do my set, and I'm just like, damn, that felt crazy. And I'm like wiping the sweat off, so I'm like I'm covering my face as I'm walking off stage uh, through the back, and then I bump into somebody, but somebody that was decent size. So I like I'm big, but I felt it when I bumped it. I'm like, damn. So I took the towel down so I could see who it was. And it's Dave. He like, good shit, man. And then just, <laughs> and just this. And I was like, and didn't say a word. Like mouth, like basically hit the floor. And I'm just staring. And I'm like, that's not Dave Chappelle. But him and Jay Leck are like boys, boys. Yeah. So I figured there was a chance he could be there. But I like, no way that just happened. So I get backstage, and then shout out to Drew, uh, my one of my really good friends, but does has done sound for me for years. He goes, goes Monty. I was just because he drew smoke cigarettes still and it bugs the fuck out of me, but it, it's my it's my man. So what I'm gonna say? Yeah. He's like, dog. I was just smoking cigarettes with Dave in the sound booth during your set, and he was like <laughs> rocking out with you. And I was like, what? And I was like, wait. So I wasn't dreaming. Like I yeah. fully thought I was dreaming when I ran into Dave off off stage. He's like, nah, fam. He's here. So we stay. Jay Leck burns it down. Goes off stage in his encore. He brings Dave up, mm. and they like, mm. you know what? We gonna uh, Dave is like nigga. Let's roll verse, nigga. You tell jokes and I'm a rap son. Like yeah. on some Dave Chappelle shit. Yeah. Do you know that them niggas did that shit to like three <laughs> thirty? It's like yo, we gotta go. But and people were leave like they were up there so long that people were leaving. And yeah. Dave is just sitting on like at one point Dave just sits on the stage and, yeah. and the people that were there could like interact with him. Yeah, no security, no nothing, just chilling. Moments and. And then it, then I then I started to think about like when he when he scaled back and went back underground, he just went back to the comedy clubs and would just like pull up at the cellar or pull up at the lab factory on some late night shit and then do those three hour sets to as a means to stay tapped in with what he loves. Mm-hmm. As a means to stay tapped in with what, what he loves. Mm-hmm. And we keep talking about it with with the with the three thousand interview that just came up. Um, how important that part of it is, mm-hmm. because the the celebrity and the fame can override that shit so much to where it separates you from the thing that you fell in love with. If if it if it's what you're like, and you can and you can fall out of love. You can you can develop other other loves too. Completely. But if this if this is if this if you have identified this as your your driving force, the means that you may have to go to in order to protect it, I think are what Dave has embodied the most. Bro, as you go higher, the less the 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 more people that become involved, the less actual love that you're gonna have for it. So you have you you have to in order to infiltrate yourself. And this is something that I I it took me a long time, long, long, long fucking time to even learn, bro. Hmm. It's just 
be going back to the basics yeah. like you have to retap in with the basics yes. like like what was the work that you originally put in <laughs> oh you got a full throttle of that one when you feel like you're losing yourself in the not not really the entourage of it but just like that's a good that's a good analogy though the entourage yeah like a lot a lot of extra stuff that has nothing to do with like how you originally started off and who was there to begin with yes. you know what i mean like yeah. that's the type of stuff that you have to constantly have a finger on but you can only do that by jumping back to the basics and, yeah. and recalculating all of that stuff you know what i mean like always applying that pressure to yourself yeah. uh to have that strand be like uh be acknowledged yeah. you know what i mean because you can lose that shit or it, you don't lose it because you had it at some point, but yeah. you can definitely overshadow it and then take a while to like work your way through to even like see where the fuck but that what's even the, is. What's the is it is it wrong of me? And I and and we had a funny moment this this week in the group chat, me, you, and Poe, where Poe po literally would just wanted to big up the fact that Ninja Turtles was on uh, Netflix. <laughs> like that's all he wanted to do. That was a good time. And for whatever reason, like it spawned into. Nah, niggas ain't who they say they are. And, and <laughs> money, money came in hot. Boy. I, I, I don't know why the under three thousand thing has still been bugging me. Um, I think because I got some shit for it. I feel yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, you you hating on th- like you find like you podcast niggas will find anything to hate on. I was like that that was taken as hate. Hmm. I thought I sounded like a like a like a concerned fan because hmm. it's at like that I. Outcast, Outcast is my life, mm-hmm. and I'm just going. Hey, if if stacks don't have the answers, I'm, I haven't lived near nearly the life that he has. But I'm removed from it, so I figure I offer some information. Like, hey, let's get back to the shit that you that you that you, you fell in love with. Like, mm-hmm. aren't you and Dave cool? Like, take a note out of his book, my nigga. Go play. If you playing the flute in the airports, nigga, do an airport tour, mm. and just play random shit. Like that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um and that but that's what I guess that's what I was taking from the day. Like he did it on his terms. He you're not gonna you're not gonna force him into karaoke into doing this doing the hits and doing the same hour set. Nope. If I did it once, I'm on to something else. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just and that's kinda how I've approached it. Like, yo, money, you don't ever do the same set. I I dog, I make too much shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm like I feel myself I feel myself committed to the process so much that I, I get like str- leaps better project to project. So I got to do the new shit. Mm-hmm. And then by that, they're like, but I just caught on to this shit. That's not, that's not my problem. That's mm-hmm. not why I'm here. I, I wish it was, I wish it was, I wish I, I wish I wasn't as selfishly dedicated to this thing as I am, but it, it's, it's for me. Mm-hmm. It's, and I can't, and I don't know how to make sense of it. Otherwise, that's right. I don't know. I don't know how to make it anything else. And so I, I guess that's why I'm so moved by, the approach the approach more than anything of Dave because it's like this is for me whoever don't like it and even even to the point of friends like I know him and Neil like fell out behind that money shit because Neil's like bro just take this bag and like you don't get it Mm. and I've literally had those conversations with people I love to death like like more than friends family Mm -hmm. like nigga just do this it's like oh you don't get why why I'm here Mm. Or what I what I what my what my mental freedom and my expressive freedom represents is so much more than money could ever fucking buy me. You can definitely still feel the edge between them two. Yeah, 
Uh, like you can cut that shit with a knife, but like the uh, you can also sense that since it's been so much time in between mm-hmm. that it's been worked to this point yeah. where you can actually see the genius in what was done and kind of envy it a little bit. Like, damn, I you know. I wish I would have had that type of and that fortitude. You know what yep, I mean? Like yep. I, I felt, I felt a lot of that in his speech. You right. know what I mean? Like I, he still. I wish had I would have had those principles. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you could definitely feel that because, like, if you just break down, like how he even pitched the half baked thing, bro. <laughs> like that shit was like, nigga, that's that's prime Dave. Like yeah. to like not even be tripping, but like nigga, I had this idea, and also I got, I got other ones. <laughs> like nigga, there's, 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 there's constant <laughs> ideas, my nigga. Like I'm never gonna run out. I, of I, I didn't, I didn't really like. <laughs> I got some more, bro. Like I would just smoke another day, and this shit came to mind. So, what uh, the Ricky Gervais thing, um, his his uh, Golden Globes monologue had a had a similar fuck you to it. I was rocking with it so tough, bro. I I was impressed, huh? Because I was impressed because I always knew he was a badass, but not I'm not hella tapped in with his with his comedy at all. The British Office, I've only seen parts of. I haven't watched the whole thing through. He ha- he has great stand ups. Like like his stand ups are are really really good because they uh they're like like that you know where he's gonna say some things that you know aren't gonna be common you know mm-hmm. so it's gonna hit you a little bit differently and also he has the freedom to kind of do that because of the the British he's accent br- exa- exactly you know I mean? so like say. there's a lot of freedom within like being able to get that off. But them asking that they to come back and do it again, <laughs> hey y'all y'all got a whole another Gervais this time. Yeah. Like usually Gervais will go like you know like half speed on people. Yeah. So this is the last one. Uh, I think I think I, you can look around the crowd as he was talking to people. That shit was painful for them. Yeah. Because it's a lot of people that get their ass kicked kissed every fucking day. Like yeah. that whole thing is a showboat of getting but my ass kissed. Yo, but that's why the Epstein joke was priceless. Oh, that shit hit hard. It was like like don't no 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 y'all don't you don't get to be on your pretentious woke high horse right now when you've been turning a blind eye to this sick shit for years you know it's like it's 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 fun the holier than now shit in the industry that exists is is crazy yo it's so crazy g and it's just it's a hard it's a hard thing to it's a hard thing to process because they do oh back to to the hip-hop point Mm mm-hmm the people who get to govern and police hip hop aren't of it. And so now people are reacting, adjusting and responding to people who are getting to police it mm-hmm. that aren't of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just strange because it's almost an holier than now approach, but it's what you've monetized and what you've been able to, to really, really, really profit off of. Mm-hmm. I, and so, like, watch, like, Gervais, like, watching him get busy on them niggas like that was, it was just impressive. Like, I, I watched that, I watched that a few times over and over again, too, because it was a, it was an epic monologue. Yeah, and that can, that can go across the board. Like, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic on just, like, how certain movements can switch over to being for monetary gain. As as opposed to what his original um, inception was, yeah, like that that's 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 pre- that's that's prevalent in in Me Too. That's prevalent in uh, Black Lives Matter. That's prevalent in uh, um, LGBT LGBTQ plus. 
that's present in a lot of movements, bro. Like it eventually can maneuver over to being something that is completely separate from its original inception. Yeah. What are we? That was interesting. We've because we because essentially that's what we've been trying to say, or at least what I've been trying. Sorry, I don't want to speak for you. Um, at least what I've been trying to say. You just said it, so so I say, uh, yeah. That's what we. That's what we've been trying to say. Haven't always said it the best. Mm-hmm. How how is that disputable at this point, though? Hmm. Like things just get they get conv like get convoluted and they get in and people use them for 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 leverage and monetizing like real struggles and real pains to where the real victims are the people that actually occupy those communities that need that representation but don't need that type of rep- representation under those circumstances because mm. it makes it makes them makes them or us a target in a way that was never intended to be is like hey that's not how this works like it almost feels like undermining the whole the whole entire initiative and it's possible to outgrow the original initiative yeah it's definitely possible because it's funny because it ends up all coming to the same point Hmm. like if everything is on a pyramid scheme it eventually comes to the exact same point and that is we are a nonprofit and we're a nonprofit that gets a lot of support hmm. and a lot of investment. And it's easy for this money to just go wherever we need it to and hide it behind a great social cause, hmm. a great original social cause, hmm. and apply some pressure around in order to maximize our our output. It's easy to hide behind that. We, they did it with religion for a very fucking long time. <laughs> you gonna go there? I can't help it, <laughs> <laughs> bro. What's like, I get on certain topic, bro? Sometimes take, I, I can't. Go, I can't. You just go take it there, man. Yeah, they did it for a not very the, long time. Not the R word. That's the shit that got us in trouble last time. Cause I don't this, do that. This is true. This is true. Uh, um, code switching. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just felt like put throwing that in there. Yeah, Monty, what was you? What did you say? I don't know, man. Because I who 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 had you? Who had you effed up, man? No, nobody. It's just a, it's just something that that's been coming up more often than not um, with actual with an actual definition of it. Okay. Because um, it, it, it's the you know the the work the work voice or the 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 the, the I don't want to scare white people voice like. Mm. Uh, it's just a, it's just a fascinating fascinating thing. I uh, attended a dinner this past week um, with a white family, mm-hmm. but the black family was in attendance, and I'm just a, I'm just cognizant of it now. And so the dad, the black dad, was just like just like throwing subtle shit out. And so oh, now I'm tr- I'm bugging. I'm saying this shit like it was hella nights ago. This was last night. <laughs> Got it. Uh, the the Ravens were on mm-hmm. and. <laughs> the dad, the dad was like, "Damn man, we got a close one over here." And I was like, and and without hesitation, I was like, "Man, we yeah, we do." <laughs> and and every everybody else in the house was like, "Y'all rooting for the Ravens? Like y'all don't like the Ravens?" And, yeah. <laughs> and me and the dad was like, like just gave each other that look, like the the whole black quarterback thing is like, bro, 
yes, nigga, we are rooting for the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it was, it was just, I was so funny because it was like we both knew what was going on, mm-hmm. and di- I didn't, I just didn't care to explain that to no one that night. Like mm. I di- di- didn't, didn't, ex- didn't had no intention to. So the so the, en- the energy the energy just stayed there just like it didn't it didn't, didn't need no explanation but it was under- it was we, understanding he, naturally it was an understanding between he and I what right. was going on right so at some point it was like oh just just not just don't watch the game during dinner fellas and it's like all right bet but he had his phone out he kept going hey man they scored again <laughs> he just <laughs> he just made it his point to keep put, keep putting me on yeah. and I was like this is this is hilarious bro like it's I just I couldn't help it. And then, and then the conversation of po- the the, polit- the political conversation that always happens at a white dinner mm-hmm. came up, and I was like, okay, I can't. Like, I'm I, I'm just out on the political conversation because it at, when it first happened to me, I didn't know what was happening. Got it. If I'm being honest, the first few times, um, and then I got put on as to what was taking place, and I was like, oh, I won't let that happen again. Mm-hmm. So now, whenever it comes up, I'm just I'm just out. Like, yeah. I'm not I'm not having this conversation. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just one, it's one of those things. It's one of those things that has to, that has to be discussed at those dinner tables for whatever reason. And I, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get it. And the, the amount of code switching that's, that takes place in the spectrum of a, of a political conversation at a dinner table is crazy, mm-hmm. is nuts. Um, and I think that's where, that's where it came from. Yeah, now I look at I look at politics as like it's kind of it's it's a game that that you know uh, the particular population of the country is able to play around in. So of course they'll they can they can bring up those type of things and there not really be real um, like consequence in like a lot of those stances. A lot of those stances is really just like all on a conversational base. Like it's a matter of like how to separate yourself from another family member or, you know, label them as such and such, but there's no real consequence. Hmm. That's the reason why politics don't come up at a black, uh, in a black household. Nigga, there's so much consequence every single time you talk Say politics. That. So we, we don't have those conversations. Say the consequence that. is different. You know Say what I mean? That. That's the reason why, you know? Like, well, white folks will get that shit off, and I understand. I understand why I would do it too. If I, you know, if my, if the worry that I have in this world is a game that y'all been playing around with each yeah. other with, then yeah, I'll definitely participate in that. Yeah. But that's not the life I'm living, so yeah. that's not really, you know. Nah, that's that's a great, that's excellent, an excellent way to put it. Like the con- the consequence conversation. Um. Cause it just—I don't know. It just—it because seems- y'all still got the nerve to tell me. Because if I said anything about politics, I bet somehow, some way, that conversation will streamline over to a Kaepernick conversation, <laughs> and I'll just wonder how you correlated how we got here. Yeah, how you correlated any of that stuff? Like that, I can already foresee this conversation moving over to Kaepernick yeah. because you feel like that's somebody that I would identify I should with. Represent, yeah, I like should I identify with. So you want to get some more information on that topic? Yeah, you should just started. You should just start the conversation that way. Yeah, the speaking, the speaking for all things black is is, oh yeah, tapping into you for like what the back what the black experience so, is like. 
fill me in. I was like, I can't, what did, uh, what I'm gonna tell you? And if and and if what I have to say, if if I have anything to say, what I do have to say, I can guarantee you ain't gonna land well at this dinner. That's for sure. Not at all. And it's also been something that's been said already. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear it until somebody that looks like you says it. So yeah. I'm just going to let them talk to you about it. Yeah. Go go ask one of your family members how they feel about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what I feel about it matters to me. But as far as like you he- actually hearing what matter, how it matters to how it matters to me for you, uh, you're not going to hear that one outright. So there's no point in having that conversation. I think people like to talk to their blue in the face about that type of shit and it not really move any needles. I'm not really in the space of not moving needles when in conversations. In conversations. When did, have you always been like that or is that new? When did uh, you when did you adopt that? Um I think it's just uh, it, it, come, it just in time. I think in time having uh being more comfortable in in who I am as a person yeah. cuz a lot of times I would be a little bit weird just about how i like how my personality is you know what i mean how my personality comes across it's yeah. more so just how it comes across yeah so that was the part that i would kind of like tiptoe on eggshells about when it comes to certain households because how am i going to be perceived when this is actually how i view things or just is just how i talk to people yeah. you know what i mean and then i just got a lot more comfortable in that and now it, that shit doesn't really register on my like register mm-hmm. to me I'm doing the exact same thing that you've been doing, you know, like yeah. being comfortable in, in having your conversations and getting that shit off without knowing any knowledge whatsoever about that situation. That that's when shit kind of not, e- not even not having any knowledge, not 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 having to be concerned that about part, how anybody else feels is what that is part. what I've been resonated with. So I think coming up for me, what 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 I, what is what could be the de- what is the definition of code switching is. Scan surveying the room and going, all right, bet based on who's in this room right now, this is how I'm going to deliver what's at what and this is how I'm going to deliver and be as close to my truth as possible without offending anyone. Um, or I, can, I can definitively say I did that for a really long time, long time in my life, mm-hmm. like not wanting to step on toes, not wanting to offend anyone. But I, I at a really fucking young age, I just ended up in, in a lot of predominantly white rooms. And I don't know if that was intentional on my parents' part or what have you, or just the way the universe was laid out for me. That's just what it was. Would would you end up offended though? Like at some point through those conversations, would offense come up? Oh yeah, that's what and that's and that's the point. Like yeah, I so would that, at some point I would be be extremely offended on some of the rhetoric or something. Yeah, of the and that tipping of the scale right there. And like just, enough is enough yeah, at some and, point. Yeah. And I just had I just had to roll with it. Yeah. You know, just like because it would be it would be some sort of like knee tap or ha ha money, you know, you ha some some sort of some sort of attempt at a shitty joke to soften a real legitimate blow that had just been landed on a mind you this is, I'm a kid having these uh seemingly uh dense conversations with adult like 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 my white friends for example my white friends wasn't having them conversations with their parents would be and because of the shit we had we had to engage with at home I'd be able to converse on some level and be like whoa yeah. This is how this is really how your mom and dad feel, and they got me up in your house with you, like shit, like that type of shit, like that. Yeah, that's right. Um, and just grow, growing up with that, and then ultimately my first time away from home, my first a significant time away from home, 
being in one of the whitest, whitest parts of the country was just like it was like a mind fuck mm-hmm. in a in a real way because I had I literally had to go there to figure out what it was that was bothering me the most. Completely. Like I, I think that's what it was too because we have we have a similar background on that part mm-hmm. on like why we have a good we can be in a lot of different rooms and um, actually. Uh, Contribute contribute in a way to the conversation yeah. that's heard. You yeah. know what I mean, and yeah. that's people say, "Oh, how hard, how articulate you are about so." You know what I mean, like that. Like, whatever the fuck that means. What does that mean? You know what I mean, like how many people are you walking around saying how articulate they are? Now you just be like, "Ah, oh, that's a that's natural." This is a good good great point there. No, but we're really articulate, bro. Like, that's come what's on, up, fam. bro. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. But. Uh, no, nah, I think that's what it was. It's just being immersed yeah. in a lot of those conversations where it's not, oh, we just do this like on an AU trip. You have like a few days uh, immersed in some of this shit. Nah, and you living in this living. shit for a year, for months, years, like just in that shit where like people haven't ever had to come across full time a person like you. Yeah. And and can see and see you consistently. Like, see you nah, consistently. Nigga, I'm gonna see you again. See you consistently, and then get some shit off. And you gotta like prevy them to like what's what they just said, yeah. and like how that can be misconstrued and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that helped a lot with like massaging yourself, or at least myself, massaging myself. And like being well equipped in a lot of those situations to not, for one, react to words like the word shit would have been completely different if I'd have never left Oakland. Like I would take offense to so many different things if mm. I just never left 90th and Bancroft. Really, offense left and right about shit. But going and going somewhere else where nigga, literally, you only use like you use your words because if you didn't, it's a life or death situation Absolutely. for you because you are the few that look like you, and there is zero problem yeah. in wiping you away and saying that it was something else. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, word the words are a little different, and like a lot of those things, like you still you still got a buck. Yeah, but. It's a matter of like picking and choosing a lot of those situations and like weighing also what comes with that. And I think that entire that in its entirety is something that really, really matured uh, someone that someone who would have would have in a different circumstance not had that maturation process yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I said all the time that the bubble, the bubble that the Bay Area offers um and thinking that it's so diverse um and it's cultured in a way that's conducive to like um equality bro that the culture shock of finding out the bay is just as racist as everywhere in the world is kind of fucked up it it it's jarring for a little bit cuz it's like it's mass it's masked so well it's like it's masked is almost like real like real love and support mm-hmm. um which 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 makes it even harder, um, but then you go to these parts of the world where people are clear that they don't fuck with you, mm-hmm. and then you start to go well, well you're saying it, and this feels exactly the same, mm-hmm. yeah, 
as what wasn't being said back home, but you were at least saying it. So now there's no confusion. Yeah, at the, least ac- you, the actions are the same. Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, the, the different face value. All the, all the nonverbals are exactly yeah. the same, but you're actually keeping it a buck with me. Huh? This is fascinating. And now that we got enough, we left, came back, and now we can have a different conversation about what the fuck is actually taking place. And it's like the racism that exists here, the classism that exists here, the sexism that exists here, the homophobia, like, this place is fucked. Mm. But it gets, because of Silicon Valley and all these other things, it gets deemed as one of the more diverse, inclusive places in the world. And if that's the case, the world is the world is absolutely upside down. It's it's very it's very inclusive. The Bay Area is inclusive for green. Hmm. Nigga, for like, the Bay Area, inclusive for if green. You, if you have green, nigga, they are inclusive come, as come, fuck. Come live. <laughs> Bro, I've been to these panels. I, I've seen what they have planned for Oakland. Wow. They don't have shit for East Oakland. They ain't got shit from the place I lived. I lived at, so they got to still be stuck in my ways. But for this downtown shit and like anything that's close to the uh, like actual having transit, like transit areas and and what they want to do as far as tech goes and me, me, uh, mastering mastering that and mixing that in with how overpopulated San Francisco is. Yeah. Oh, nigga, they got big plans. They got big plans. Oakland, Oakland is next in line for that shit. Wow, you know what I mean? Closest part to the hub. Yeah, yeah nigga, we got we got big plans for you. Yeah. And all this shit is interworking all around folks that have zero clue because they are not getting into the access of it to understand what's going on it's just more so what's being done to me yes. and business don't give a fuck about what they're doing to you yes. you know what i mean they have zero connection to that is their their thought process is this nigga we got tech companies coming out here and we got to figure out a way to uh to incentivize them to bring their tech company here so that their employees will then want all these engineers and will come out of will come out of college and get these cush jobs uh that that pays that pays crazy they want the they need the amenities they need to have walk score they need to have things going on around them that's that that's who the, who is in mind on this shit ain't got nothing to do with the residents of this shit like people that actually live here been here nah we ain't got nothing we ain't got nothing for you damn you man. know we're gonna create for you we don't create like some little hub, little shack homes yeah. for your low income. Mm-hmm. We will create something like that. We got that in mind. We don't have a time frame on it, but we'll think about that one day. All while we got developers out here just going ham, going ham, going ham. They ain't even got. They ain't even got a thought. They didn't. They, they. It's all just a. a it's it's a it's a rainbow that they're looking at. They're just like, oh, that looks beautiful over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna architect that shit. I can see something right there. I got it. <laughs> but yeah. And going for it. Going for it. Nah, yeah, it's hmm. How the hell do we get on that? What were we talking about? Seriously. I have no idea. That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. That's that that, that definitely sidestepped pretty far down a hill. <laughs> every conversation has been doing that lately, G, because we were talking about uh You know you know why, money? Because we we think so much, like definitely our group. Yeah. Think so much about business that is crazy. Yeah. Fuck. So this shit is all intertwined. That's really why we get back on those topics because we all because we're all in different fields that operate in like high levels of business. business. So yeah. like you get to see the shit left and right. That was from code switching. <laughs> that was from code switching. <laughs> all right, let's see where this next one takes us. 
access or getting gain, regaining access back to an ex, the measures that you've taken or that have been taken against you, mm. the glad to see you happy DM or text <laughs> is many. I'm glad to see you happy. Tell moms, nigga, the future, the future shit. The future means is the like future. the best things that come out in a Yo, long time. Cause it's so real. It's so real. That's the type of time. And it, and what's sick, especially is that, when you say when you say somebody's specific name. Yeah, like Auntie Shirley or yeah. some shit. Don't, like, don't bro, say, like bro, don't like ask, what? Don't ask me about my Auntie Shirley, bro. <laughs> don't ask, don't don't. Because that's what's fucked up is like they trying to pay it to just like niggas do that. Chicks yeah. do that shit too. For sure. For sure. Oh yeah, her her such and such just wanted to reach out, make sure. Come on, man, watch out. Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 Just whatever, like whatever connection they can they can recreate. Yep, I'm good. It's just it just dotted lines to something, and then they're just hoping that you, you know trace what, that shit. What is that though? Have you done it? Keep it a buck. Have you done it? I sent. You know, you know when I do it, hmm. and I really gotta stop it. Is since I since I don't uh, actually like drink as often as I used to. Oh, see, it'll be those moments. Same. It'll be like. 3 a.m. blitzed, man, blitzed, random, random FaceTime, like, but I'm, I'm, I don't text. Okay. I'm just FaceTiming. Fam, I ain't talked to you in seven months. <laughs> don't FaceTime me, sicko. What the fuck is wrong FaceTime? with you? Gee, it's something wrong with me, bro. Bro, no heads up, but the 3 a.m. FaceTime? The 3 a.m. FaceTime is nuts. Had no introduction to that. I ain't talked to you in forever. Didn't see you tonight. I nigga, no, oh, <laughs> didn't, I didn't, 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 no, happen, didn't happen to didn't, didn't even cross run into, eyes. No, didn't even happen to run into you downtown. No, I'm just FaceTime. Where, no matter where you at in the country, <laughs> pick up my phone call. Don't matter, yo. Don't matter who you pursuing in life or who's pursuing G, you. Gee, that's nuts, yo. That's wild. Okay, okay, yeah. Maybe I can I appreciate am. that energy, Maybe though. I am sick. <laughs> I, can, I can appreciate that energy, though. Maybe I am in sick But, yeah, no, these for sure have gotten off those uh, those future texts, though, bro. Because, yeah. like, the future texts, man, that That's shit. why they're funny, because everybody's done them. For sure. Everybody's done them. For sure. Like, especially for, like, a holiday. Holidays are prime for that <laughs> shit. Like, a Happy New Year text. Man, that's... Niggas, niggas mess it up, mess up a situation, and wait and wait on the holiday text. Like, yo, this gonna be my way back in. Hopefully, she ain't fuck with nobody right now. Even if she is, don't matter. I'm getting my text off. Hey man, from there you just put it down, you just put chalk it up to history, man. Like, just see how strong that history so was, and me? that's how toxic niggas you is. You feel me? That's, <laughs> that's how toxic. toxic that's is. how toxic niggas is. For like, bro, sure, we for gonna, sure. we connected some type of dot. Yeah, some strand. See if you still got that. See where you are, and and no, the cold part is is when you do something like that and you catch a bite, but then yo, but then yo, yo whole aura change like oh, I didn't, oh I didn't, fuck, I didn't, like I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't right? really want to bite, like nigga, I just wanted the idea, like I just wanted to see, yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted to see, okay, see now that's you, a, that's another level. Of sickness. Now you, now you get into a whole another level of sickness where niggas <laughs> niggas get exactly what they asking for, and now you gotta perform, bro. Yo, now you gotta man, perform, bro. They hit you back, and you like you hit it with the who uh, me? Uh oh, nigga, like ah oh, shit, oh, like I playing. did that. I didn't hit you, like I didn't hit you at three uh, a.m. Nah, that's I didn't Facetime you at three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> that was, hey, Marty, that was a butt dial for sure, bro. What the bro, bro, butt dialing? You could not butt dial bro, a Facetime. Butt dialing with a 
with the with the uh, with the with a phone that needs your your recognition first is wild. Either your face ID or your thumbprint. <laughs> Ain't no way you butt down me for a FaceTime of all things, G. bro. A FaceTime after I talked to you. My last FaceTime was seven months ago. Yeah, that's sick. Your butt your butt fell seven months ago. FaceTime. I might be a sicko. <laughs> I might I might be a sicko for sure. Oh Jesus, what's wrong? That's hilarious, man. Ay ay ay. Well. Keep that, keep that same energy there. What's up, man? Because how many niggas is not going home on pure principle? Mm. We had we had an incident in our That's group. That's another thing, man. We had an incident in our group this past weekend that I've never been more proud of where the whole group collectively was telling our man to go home. Mm. But one nigga was doing the Jedi mind trick. Oh, oh, you, you go. He, he about to be outside. Nigga, stop doing that because I need my man not to fuck up his situation. <laughs> Like we gotta stop, we gotta uh, stop, and then but we're so sick because the whole group could be telling you to do the right thing. The one nigga that's challenging you is all you can hear. Mm-hmm. That's completely. back to our original point. Completely, like disqualifying all the positive and just like focusing on the negative. Completely, the whole group was like, "Nigga, go home," and the one nigga was just challenging him. He's like, and I was like, "Oh, this nigga not gonna go home on sure principle." Mm-hmm. Um, sh- that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing, bro. Like, cause n- niggas ego jump in. Sheesh. Niggas ego jump in. Like, shit, nigga, nah, bro, that ain't gonna happen. Cause I I I was I already had a plan in mind. I, <laughs> I set my plan up when I left. <laughs> that I was gonna be back at a certain time and just cut my losses on for, as far as like just take, just what go. I'm gonna have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, that shit, that shit. Yo, but even even that's some sick shit though. It's like I'm about to have to go through it. I can accept that. I just got to get this shit off off of, off a of sheer print. It be principle for sure. But you, you you've you've already weighed that. Like, oh no, you weighed that for sure. Yeah, it depending depending on your situation, you've weighed you, you've weighed you've weighed what you've, your what your what the what the potential problem. You've weighed, you've weighed the argument. You've weighed the tension. You've what you've weighed all that, and you like I can I can get through the days of it being weird. Should get over it, bro. Imagine the calculations you put together in your brain. On the punt that you was about to do, yeah, yeah, and then it can't, and then it then it grew from there to to uh to to making sure that you consistently take showers. <laughs> Wait, but the three a.m. shower is sick. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what nobody say. There's not a woman in this world. There's not no no. no. There's not a spouse in this world mm-hmm. that's letting you rock. You walk in the house late and beeline straight for the shower. It's not happening. And that's my thing is that if that if that's how you're moving, then you gotta you gotta precursor this a while back. Like you gotta be like taking your you gotta take your showers consistently. Like whenever you walk to the house, like I I automatically gotta take showers. That's the only way that you can get that off. Nah, I don't, not, I don't see, know how much that's about to work see, out for you. you not, he, but see, at least you could say, y'all wouldn't, nigga, hear, y'all wouldn't hear me that night. Not hear you. It's not a nigga in this world that take more showers than me. Yeah. Even I know if I come in at 3 a.m., nigga, I don't give a fuck what went on. Get your black ass in the bed. For real. <laughs> Get your black ass in the bed. It's going to be hell to pay. Okay. You know, Money. Okay, I'm gonna put niggas on. Money, if you if you fresh in the bed, why am I coming from outside? Take my clothes off to hop in the bed. 
Okay. Nigga, if you don't get your ass in that shower. G. And I already and I already thought about that, so therefore I just be lying right to the right to the shower. It's a, <laughs> hey, it sound it sound great. It's it sounds logical and smart, but that shit don't work out at all. Great. That Man, shit do don't work not. out in no logic. You like, oh I ain't trying to get the sheets dirty, babe. Get your dirty ass in this bed <laughs> before you got me fucked up. <laughs> you getting in the shower? Yo, uh, G, just, tr- just trust me. I was like, Nick, my man, just trust me. That's what we would say the other night. Like, fam, fuck what you do, don't take your black ass in that shower first. <laughs> don't. Like, but what's crazy is you can still get in the shower. You just got to go tap in first. Like, you can't just go, hey, babe. <laughs> or, yeah. or I thought you would sleep. No, nigga, wake her up first, so she know you tried so, to. So she can't work up. She can't wake up to the water hitting the bottom and of the no, tub. No, don't do not <laughs> do not let that be the way she wakes up. Do no. not let the the good old water hitting the. Oh no, bro, you, you hear that? You hear that? Uh, that faucet come on, bro. Nope. It's bad. You try to get your temperature. It's it's, like, so you hear that shit like trickle and stuff like that. You hear gee, all that. Gee, it's bad. Wake her up. And I'm wild too because I gotta have a speaker going when I take a shower. <laughs> no matter what time, <laughs> no matter what time See, it is. But that's the other sicko part because then, because then, just off sheer subconscious, you gonna play some shit that's gonna give away what the fuck you been into Completely. all night. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sicko, G. bro. I, I, You're I, a sicko. I come in probably listening to Boogie or some shit. See, that's what I'm saying. Fuck if it you, up. If you put on Boogie, you put on Black. Um, you put on Sir. Oh, you. You fucking around. It's fucking around. You fucking was fucking around. around. Yeah, nigga, nigga see that, that's that's what niggas though. That that's the part. So because because niggas niggas do niggas can do a great job of being calculated, but that's the part of the calculations that we don't pick up on because we nonverbal. We, we, we don't think about that part that that far in advance on some of those things because these things are in the moment. Like we're we can we can definitely put together an entire curated situation here. Yeah, but you try to tell us to fly off the rip. <laughs> and catch us off guard on some shit. Yeah, man. And you already it, the worst. The worst thing is if you already know what we did. Oh yeah. Like you already got tips or some shit. Homegirl didn't hit you. See money outside. This type of time he was on. And you come in playing playing game, goofy. <laughs> Go straight to the shower. Turn on motherfucking black nigga. Pretty little liars. Mm. You done. Mm. You're done when you get out. So wrapped. Her shit packed. She in the car. <laughs> no, no, no. Worse, she put hands on your bitch ass. Like, <laughs> then you got your towel on. Babe, what you doing up, nigga? Quick two piece. Oh, it's bad. Money. Money. She, oh. she catch your ass when you still got the soap suds on. See? <laughs> you think it just no. wa- nigga just what wash it, his face, nigga. That nigga blind. <laughs> What did Goldie say? That nigga Goldie said, your, your bitch ass step out the shower. She didn't hit the shower bro. With, with, uh, with, with, uh, with, with body wash, nigga. You bro, all you up. slip slide. Bro, the fact, that he, the fact that he thought about that mean that that shit either didn't happen to him or somebody really close to the situation. He, 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 if it ain't happened already, he just anticipated it happening. So oh, my gosh, man. See? That, yeah. See? Nigga, all because niggas want to take a shower at 3 a.m. Get your <laughs> dirty ass in the bed, boy. What? That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Where is the trust? Where's the trust? <laughs> Wait, who what uh what kind of shit is this? I see you trying to add a Megan to our uh to our list. What Megan is this? Oh, that's Markle. Megan Markle? I'm rolling. I'm here. She came and infiltrated the whole royalty. 
I'm rolling with the American ways. I'm I'm rolling. That shit was impressive. I'm rolling. She came she came in like, bro, all this shit is sus. <laughs> <laughs> and and Harry being the uh being the black sheep of the crew is like, oh nigga, I've been thinking about this shit. That's why I grabbed you in the first place. So are they officially denouncing all their that's the plan. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the the queen tried to put a stop to it, so it's still like I guess you got to go through like certain type of paperwork, like you tied in, tied in uh-huh. like the mafia. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm pretty sure like it's the other shit that they got to deal with, but they're trying to like create a whole like little subsection where you're able to like step down and be like a whole different type of name. Like we still fuck with y'all, but also we off teaching our kids. Uh, you know, a different type of way of living. Got it, got it, got it. I was getting, I, that's another thing that took place at that dinner. I was getting schooled on all the shit. And I mean, some of that stuff I knew, some of it I didn't know out of just like not really being interested. Mm-hmm. Um, this has happened before. Hmm. Yeah, one of the one of the uncles did something similar. Okay. Him and his, him and his chick, he just denounced his royalty. Um, I don't know if it's true. I, don't, I mean, I'm not not true, but I don't know if it's like the reason why. Like, I didn't follow it too much mm-hmm. when it happened. But was that something that uh, Diana was trying to do too? Really? And that's and that's why they're saying there's there's conspiracies around our death. I don't know. Like the whole Princess Diana shit. Like I don't. I that's one of the conspiracies I've never tapped in with. Hmm. Now, now that's what now now I'm obsessed over that for the next few weeks. Yeah, me too. Probably. I guarantee you, I am probably. But yeah, because it, now now that I'm saying it out loud, I remember the night that she died. Um, my grand the the lady my grandpa was with my whole life was watching it on TV and like she cried and I was like I don't even know what's happening. Who is Princess Diana? Like I literally hadn't heard of her until that day. Yeah, and then like it was like the whole world stopped. And then, they, and then a few weeks later, start hearing all the conspiracy stuff. And I was one of those kids too, like the conspiracy shit, like the the OJ trial and all that shit, like like gave me like legitimate nightmares. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I fully wasn't tapped in with it. Yeah. And then I got older and became obsessed with conspiracy theories. And Princess Diana is one of the ones I've never went back to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was like kind of out of sight, but this is just bringing it back to the light. Yeah. Like just how they how they reacted to the fact that they wanted to do the step down. So so that's why you, that's why you asked was there something similar linked to her? It, yeah, I don't know. Like somebody can definitely tell us. Please whatever, do. But yeah. Like um, I was just falling off the cuff on that one, but like the uh, I was just checking just because I just I just looked at how the queen was reacting to that shit. Like that's not how it works. Like y'all 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 can't just you know. Step out of your out of your your uh, your royal duties, like that. Damn. How this is toxic, but I'm rolling. Hmm. How fired does the box have to be for that's you to step what, down from saying. your royal from your royal duties, nigga? You like, hey, I denounce all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, how how? Nah, that's the thing though, because he Yo. was he was already beefing with uh with uh. With the with his brother or whatever, yeah. So they was already like having like a little. There's a little thing between them, but that had to come. Like it's not saying that you know that there was a woman involved in like separating this whole thing, but it's just more so when you got start when you got certain folks in your corner hmm. to allow to have you completely see the entire game that you're playing different hmm. and wake your ass up to some shit. 
gotta be some some fire shit. But okay, or right, this this is gonna get we're gonna reveal some shit about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. How many women have you dealt with that put you on some shit to the point to where you start questioning shit around you? Because this is gonna get to our last topic too. Hmm. This the the changing of the dynamics with your parents. Mm-hmm. I personally haven't experienced a relationship like that where I start questioning everything around me, but I've seen it happen to niggas, though. Mm-hmm. Where where a woman comes in their life and just put them on hella shit. Like, I've been put on a shit by women. Yeah. But it's never been to the extent of where I start funking with people around me. Most definitely. But I've seen that, though. Most definitely. That's different. That type of box? Whoo! Yeah, I mean, that that comes down to the person, too. Like, on, no, like, like on, on, on which dude it is or it which does. woman it is, it stuff does. like that. Like, all that stuff is different pieces to this. Yeah. But I'm talking, like, for something like this, though, because I'm pretty sure that's something, for you to want to do that, for you to sign up to do that, that means that it was already a thought that you had in your mind. And you already going against the, against the grain by even bringing this person into the family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was already flying off your own, you know, doing your own thing. So that was already some some that was that was already a big thing when it, when they got married in the first place, bro. Like when that thing came up, that was already huge because it's almost like you're selling in the blood by entering in, you know, this you know, this half breed. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> that's already that's that's already frowned upon. Yeah. But why? But I guess. I guess what's the what's the value in trying to package it as something else when we when, when everybody knows exactly what it is though like that's that's the that's the part like the family is trying to go hey it ain't had nothing to do with race and they're like it has everything to do with her race mm-hmm. and we're still entertaining it and discussing it as as it has nothing to do with her race like it's just I don't just want to oh shout out to Steve um um. Oh, see, see, I should have had this shit ready because I was, I, I completely forgot. Hmm. And don't kill me, Steve. Um, Steve from the East Bay East, uh, Insiders podcast. Uh, Steven uh, Tavares. It's going to kill me because I'm saying his name wrong. Uh, but he's my neighbor as well and a really, really great dude. He and his lady. Um, he stopped me in, in the hallway the other day going into the building and was like, man, you said on the podcast you don't know nothing about impeachment. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's all I because th- his literally his podcast is all about politics. Oh, like it, literally, it was like, <laughs> why you just didn't come upstairs and rap with me? Like I would I would have <laughs> yeah. held it down. Like I would have had you. And I was like, damn, you got a point. But I couldn't even like I imagine. I, I hope I see him again. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'll hopefully see him this week and 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 go follow up on that conversation because. I couldn't get past the fact that he was referencing like, and that shit's been happening a lot. Back to the point you made earlier in the show was mm-hmm. like the podcast is lit. Mm-hmm. People do that all the time now, and I'm just like, wait, you listen? Yeah, yeah. you know. So I, I kind of had one of those moments because I met him at one of the building, uh, one of the building parties just to tap in, mm-hmm. and he was like, uh, we're just talking about podcasts, and we followed each other, we subscribed to each other's podcast that night, and I've been listening to theirs, and it's like. It's just great to know another podcaster that takes it that serious, that mm-hmm. takes it that's that professional, and their content is great mm-hmm. too. Um, and the fact that he like, and that was one that was one of those ones where it was like, 
Oh, you couldn't just make that up because I said it in like in middle of the show. Yeah, no, it, wasn't it, wasn't, the, it wasn't at the top. Yeah, it was like yeah. you were listening to that to get to that part. So yeah. I was like, damn, like you listen for real. And you know, so it's not, I'm not, I'm, I am surprised. Like, I'm, I, let me stop pretending like I'm not surprised because it's like the show itself is just something I believed in um, from a, from a, di- a dynamic standpoint. Again, like you said, like people see us and go, oh, you're so articulate. It's like, fam, come on now, whatever. We know what that is. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we know that, that that exists, but the different ways the conversation goes and how how much depth there is, it's like, yo, mm-hmm. this is fucking, this is great. Like, how do we package this and make it something? So we made it something, and now we're on the other side of it where people are fucking with it. And I'm like, I forgot that how intentional we were about the show. And so I'm like, I'm genuinely taken aback when people stop me in the street. Like, yo, the podcast is lit. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, that's dope. We talking about like two and a half hours plus the content that people are just consuming. Man, well, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Um, but I, why, did I, why did I even tell that? The impeachment thing. He just brought that, he brought that point up, but there was a point to that. Jesus Christ. What are we talking about? You just said that, that that might have been a thing that you were missing, uh, that you're trying to remember uh, yes. to begin with. Yes, that's yeah. what yeah, that's what I was trying to fill in the blank. Um, but it was there was a point, there was a larger point that I'm completely spacing on, and uh, wanted to get to the la- the last topic about the dynamic shift with the parent with our parents. Mm. Um, I know we're all experiencing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even want to say it's for a better or for a worse thing, but it's it's just it's it's something that's taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, my mom, my mom is my mom and I have always been tight. Like we've always been like like because just because like the when when her and my pops divorced, what she was going through, the support the support she she needed for it. They um, <laughs> wow. and. And what I what I was able to sort of provide was just a cool sort of cool thing, and so now fast forward to present day, and the way we give it up is just like just tapping in with each other, and she'll hit me like, "Yo, like this is hap like genuine like, like asking for asking for advice mm-hmm. and not weird about it or not prideful about it, and it has such an impact on me as someone who cannot." Um, who cannot concede to comfort because mm-hmm. my mom didn't do it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, she's not she's not hell-bent on being right. She's actually apologized a few times in, in separate instances uh, recently where I was just like, what the, like, blown, like, genuinely blown away because mm-hmm. you don't see it from from the a different generation of black people. Like, apologizing just ain't, ain't it. And so watching, like watching her maneuver, is such is such great. I don't know. The dynamics are shifting, but I'm still through her through her sort of flu- fluidity. I'm able to learn so much. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Definitely. Um, it's a reminder to me to keep that same energy and be just as fluid going mm-hmm. forth. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I see that a lot. With our for with our peers, and I don't know how to say. Just embrace the shift. With purpose, I see you do it. You, but I I don't know if that's just natural for us. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's like, hey, this is shifting. This is what I'm supposed to be now. I'm going to be it. And I'm going to do it really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my other peers seem to be struggling, OG. They seem to be struggling with that and not knowing. And so I guess the example I want to give is like tr- just triggers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you have stuff that your parents do that bother you, the last thing you should probably do is is to display frustrations or things that resemble childlike behavior because then immediately they have to treat you like a child. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why she keep treating me like a child? It's like, fam, you, look at how you acting right now. Yeah. yeah. Whether I get, I, right or wrong don't matter, especially when you're dealing with your parents. How you behave mm-hmm. can dictate the outcome so much. Completely. But the second you start to act in this mature, immature way, and buck back and all that shit. What what are they supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know. And so, I'm always kind of like, I don't know. Just if it's just about the results and wanting a different dynamic, there's so much responsibility you have to assume as just just getting the shit done, mm-hmm. behave and carrying yourself a certain way, and lashing out when you get home, mm-hmm. or call your partner when you get in the car, call your call your significant other when you get in the car, but don't whatever you do. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. do not act like a child or or act immature in front of the person you're act you're asking to treat you different or asking or you're seeking a different seeking a different dynamic from. I guess is what I'm what I'm trying to formulate. Most uh, definitely, most definitely, because I think a lot of times, um, I mean, it's different for everyone, but uh, the your upbringing, yes, and uh, depending on like what type of childhood it is like my parents were young when they had, when I was born. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's a lot of, uh, figuring out things on the fly. So in, in that being, in that being a thing, uh, we kind of grew up together, Yeah, you know what I mean? So there is, and my immaturity over the years is just from, uh, you know, there there being a, a learning curve for everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. everyone having it at the exact same time <laughs> and having like different things pop up that no one was privy to. Mm. So therefore you gotta just take that on the head. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But you do but it helps you to learn from it. But where it really shifted was um just recognizing the lack of uh lack of safety nets hmm. and the lack of safety the nets. lack of safety nets and then you realizing that somebody has to step up you know what i mean like it's like it's not it's not that it's not that parents aren't you know like parents are doing the best that they can and they are you know what i mean like they've stepped up their entire life but at some point there is a but there is a baton that's passed along like I've done this work and we've gotten to a space we got to it to a spot where you have to bring you, you have to bring something to the table as well that pushes this whole thing forward because we've met we've met um that we've met that moment where it's gotten it's gotten as far as it could possibly get with you still having a dynamic of being the child, you know what I mean? Being the, being the youth in this situation or being the, um, the, the, the person that we've taken care of this entire time. Nah, we like, we've, we've all been out here. So 
And yeah, there's things that I bring to the table, things that they bring to the table. There's things that we all have that we have to be cognizant of of have of being able to have that open dialogue with each other in order for everyone to grow. And that's where that kind of dynamic shifts for me, at least, because it everyone's different. I know folks that had the the old parents yeah. that has like you know a a, a certain level of. Uh, maturity that just comes into play just from having somebody that's gone through life already and they've been hitting you with gems forever yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like they've 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 had certain things that they've already had connected that builds the, the infrastructure for you yeah. to go out there and kind of figure it out you know what I mean so I see it just kind of depends on what that bringing was like yeah that uh that's such a that's such a insightful sort of powerful approach to it um and it brings (laughs) it brings up another sort of question of like hey is it i don't don't know if one is better than the other but if we had the chance do you want to live a life to sort of gain some perspective um prior to conception or like our parents, do you want to have? Are you supposed to conceive young so that you can grow up together? They, I mean, they both have benefit. They both have pros and cons to them. Yeah. Uh, the beauty of having kids younger is that you're able to do a lot more shit with them as they, you know, as they're getting older. You have the energy and and uh, and time to be able to pull off a lot of that stuff with them. You know what I mean? So that's always great. But the later that you tend to you tend to uh, have children, then you have a lot more experience and perspective on life. Uh, now, I'm not saying that everybody is out here trying to gain perspective on life, so that may never actually hit someone. But I'm saying for the folks that did and went through all these, you know, parts of life, whether it was for career purposes um, or just not feeling ready feeling like they weren't economically um, inclined for it yet, whatever might have come into play who or just got lucky. Who knows? But uh, if it's a late, if it's later deal, you're not going to be as young when they become older, but you will definitely have something for them to like get to understanding of life a lot earlier than you did yourself because of the amount of living that you've already done to this point. You're just coming from a different level of maturity by that point. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, um, I keep, I keep having these, these visions of, of my parents and, and like now with the stages that they're at in their life now, Mm. um, and, whatever dreams they may have had to put on hold or whatever dreams they didn't need, they couldn't even access because they, there wasn't enough time to sleep or enough downtime to even process them. Completely. I want so bad for them to just be able to kind of explore them freely without being tethered to anything. Um, and to the point, to the point where, you know, the, the, the mom or the dad is trying to live through their kid and it's almost a little too much like the, the, the pageant moms or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of I kind of have that energy with my parents now where it's like, no, nah, man, get it, get it or do this. Do you, you, you get to live now. And it's like, it's so unfair because mm-hmm. um, it like one day just may have dreams of just living on some regular like kind of just slow pace shit. And that's fine, too. 
But I'm like, damn, you you had you had to have wanted something prior to having three and four kids. Like, what was it? Like, what what was it? And now's your time. And then how can I support you the way that you supported me? Um, but it also probably means it's time for me to have kids on my own and leave my parents to fuck alone. You know, <laughs> like so, get all they back about this shit. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. just like the, you know the the the. What if I'm being shit? I know for parents, my bad, but I know for parents for sure. Like I know my parents, they like they would like nothing more than for me to have children. Yeah. So that in their time, like they've seen, you know, they were young with me. Yeah. And went through the process. So by now, they'd been like, bro, have a fucking child. You yeah. know, what I mean, like they're like they're. That's exactly it. That's like, what like I'm saying. It's been constant. Like yeah. have a fucking child. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. And it's just not like that easy just to just have a child. Like I don't think they really understand like how different times are now. Like, so you don't different. Just, you know, so, you just you have a choice in this matter now. Like, <laughs> like the, bro, fact, like, I'm, the fact I'm that my mom, the fact that my mom had to be tethered to my dad for the rest of her life. I know I don't know if she would do that over again. Like, <laughs> and, and say for my dad, I don't know if my dad would be like, like damn, I fuck with Didi, but you know what I'm saying. So it's just like. They they didn't they didn't weigh those options back in the day of being tethered to this person forever. Nigga, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. But it, but even even then, even beyond the who I'm being tethered to, um, some of the basic things of raising another human being comes up for me as it's like not concern, more fear. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know how I I know how I. I say I would perform, but you don't know to you. You don't know to you there, you mm-hmm. know. And so, just the patience I want to have as a parent, um, the space I want to provide as a parent, um, and 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 the 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 attention, the attention to detail mm-hmm. um, I want to provide as a parent are things that I'd like. I'm adamant on G. Like I say yeah. that shit all the time. Yeah. But what happens? What happens if me, me and and my child's mother aren't seeing eye to eye? Like, do I project on them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if if wrong. if my career ain't going, if my finances are fucked up, like, do I do? Is that is that their fault? You know what I'm saying? Like these 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 th- these things that these things that take place and just on some human shit you project and 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 all these like i don't i don't no no child deserves that nobody deserves that first of all like especially like your partner or your 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 girlfriend your boyfriend your husband your wife like they don't even deserve that shit but your kids for damn sure don't deserve it but it's easier said than done and we have moments we fuck up uh that's what the the kevin hart shit showed the most Mm -hmm. um when him and his niggas was getting into it on the on the um on the plane like that was just a, that was just those moments happen completely. Um, I've we've been there. We've had we've all had it out, and I've been dead ass wrong. And y'all, you guys fuck with me enough, and but we're and we're also men, and y'all can defend yourselves from me. My kid can't defend themselves from me. I don't. I don't. I just don't. I don't want that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I know I can't hang my hat on that on that fear forever and i don't even want to move out of fear like that i want to move out of love and out of power and be like excited and and embrace that um it's just yeah. something i'm cognizant of but i'm getting more and more excited about the prospect of of uh of children and and my, more so because of my parents though most definitely um me me for sure but like like i feel like 
the support is in place and my parents are excited. You know, it's just, it's just crazy to be having those conversations as men now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's <laughs> we're having it on the pod. Man. You know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I, I think uh, one thing, though, to like kind of um, uh, calm your nerves on that particular deal is just that uh, to even be to even uh, be aware of of those things is something where if the if it did happen um, at any given time, the preparation for that is already there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, from there is just your actions and your instincts and that shit. Niggas is immaculate with those with those decisions, uh, regardless of if they're right or wrong. Yeah. You own up to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of that uh comes into play in raising another human being and if they have those characteristics if they they have those traits you know instilled in them or whatever then they're gonna be they're gonna be ahead of the curve you know what i mean so those are things that they're that that part should like help a lot help out a lot with like just the fear of it because yeah. like yeah we have we have fear about those things we are going to constantly have fear especially when you got to raise another human being you got a fear of that of that person leaving the house and not coming back every yeah. fucking day yeah. if they're not in your part if they're not in your in your presence so that's just natural but more so any fear coming from the human that's trying to raise another human i don't think you got a problem with that bro yeah. so i think you'll be just fine with that shit yeah and that's more so like the 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 dynamic shifting with with my with my parents, um, that that's that insight or that 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 uh, space has provided me so much comfort in in raising children of what ownership, accountability, um, patience, and and apologizing can do for the growth of your child. Like I'm growing so much when I talk to my parents now, and they're like, "Hey." Let me rap with you about this. this like the them them offering me or allowing me to be that sort of safety and sanctity for them is so powerful and so encouraging. Like, damn, I might be a really great dad. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it it's having that effect on me, if if anything. So you you one hundred percent right in that. Like um that that keeping that same energy of ownership and accountability um in real time, you know, the again that, that patience part I talk about is like um you know, the, uh, thoroughly explaining why something isn't okay as mm-hmm. opposed to corporal punishment, yelling, um, what, what you have it is something I, I just want to, I want, I, I had, it has to be a priority because yeah, no I'm not raising no black children in fucking in fear and, and like out, like out of fear because of the, like the effect that it's having on me at 30, my nigga is crazy. Mm-hmm. And and that wasn't my parents' intention at all. Mm-hmm. That was not their intent. But it naturally has a repercussion on decision making every day. Some of the simplest shit, you know what I'm saying. And so, go. Let's. What if? What if? What if I? Not what if. Let's go that extra mile, that extra step to make sure that there's a thorough attempt to communicate the information as to why these behaviors are not accepted in the real world. Other than some sort of physical, like lesson, mm-hmm. you know, because um, the lasting impact of that shit is crazy, you know. So, damn, how do we keep getting here? Completely, man. I mean, the early, the earlier that this is, this is one thing that I do like 
I get from a lot of these uh, households that do like the, I wouldn't say exactly a timeout, but go through a lot of like the talks. Yeah. Because like, I need I need a I need a a, a a young human that's in the most developing stage of their lives mm-hmm. to understand that they have a voice and that they can use it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like as early as possible. Yep. They have real ideas. They have real things they're learning on the fly yep. that they have to go through the uh, the the proper uh, procedures on just like getting through a lot of a lot of the gray area and all that and you gotta in in that just have just being confident in in the moves in in the moves that you're making the things that you're saying and by the time you're saying things that it's just like you you can stick with what it is that you're saying and if somebody brings it to your attention that that's not correct that you can take you could take constructive criticism and decide if that's like like there's just decisions you know what i mean like that's that's just stuff that like can steal and view as early as possible so the earlier they have a voice for things the better so that whole like shutting people down and like not letting them use their emotions or just like yelling at them and having that be like something that's reiterated in their brain uh like this would be the response if i do this is something that can stump a lot of that growth and you have to deal with that later on and best believe you got to believe that going as early as possible that you know this whole thing this whole thing is your oyster as early as possible because you got to do a lot of shit as like as early as possible you know what i mean and you got to take that part of the confidence part out the window quickly you know what i mean like they got Confidence should not be to something that falters. You know what I mean? Like the the thing that falters, nigga, is like after you've uh, after you've gotten into something, just the decisions that you have to make. That should be something that kind of has a thing that goes back and forth. Hmm. But the confidence portion of it, you should be well within what it is that who you are and know where you're coming from. And then now you just got to get that across to other people who can have a myriad of different like uh, like backgrounds you know what i mean like so many backgrounds that it can you know damn kind of throw it off my bad bro i kind of went off on that one no i that's it that but that's the you know that's the insight and the sort of counsel and that's and, and this that stems from our conversation the other night like i was gee i talked about that shit all night <laughs> and the next day when i was like wait did my whole group of niggas just counsel my man to go home? <laughs> it seem I, I know it seems I know it don't seem like a big deal, but that's a really big deal. When it could it could have so easily been the opposite, and mm. and uh, it could have easily been the opposite, and everybody been in agreement on some just cool shit, mm-hmm. but that gave me insight to where everybody is is, is yeah. as men and yeah. individuals. Like, I don't give a fuck. You niggas can laugh at me. I'm taking my black ass home. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, nigga, you should go home. You should go home. Like, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I there's a deeper meaning there and and I hope I'm conveying it right. But completely because i can definitely say that a lot of the people that we may look up to and a lot of and and would have said something completely different or have coached you on something completely different did not have a group to tell them to tell them that 
So they never learned and they got real confident in doing some wrong shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> they was a okay. They Yo. was okay living in those in no in living in that. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? What is it? And and so I like uh shout out to shout out to Kevin Allen and D B. Um but we had like a little 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 men's I say the same shit I hit you on just on some, you know, some weekly domino shit. Just like husbands and dads though to, to counsel you in 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 the in the emphasy of of your situation to 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 be to be better or to do the right thing like what if your cipher looked like that mm-hmm. like and that's what and that's what the other night felt like it just like no nah, nigga like we gonna make doing the right thing fly like for so long doing the wrong thing doing some snake shit has been deemed to fly as shit and that's just not the case it's not it like like keeping your family intact keeping your family first keeping your keeping your your livelihood and your safety first is fly and the fact that everybody kind of seemed to be in agreement on that was kind of just like whoa bro just look at all the examples bro let's open your eyes let's look at all the examples yeah. folks eventually end up in this like they loop eventually it. loop over to the family shit yeah. if they have if they're lucky enough to be able to get to that if when they're they lucky to be able to make it yeah, yeah that then part. when they could have just jumped to that to begin with and then the folks that didn't that, that never caught on to that is still living within their immaturity yeah. and can't get out of it you know what i mean it's just a constant it's like groundhog day for their ass yeah <laughs> they, they're just over there living the exact same way over, over and over and again. over and over again without getting anywhere you know what i mean they might be getting somewhere financially yeah they might begin to where um but we know we now know that the financial part can't can't fulfill you at all like that's the crazy part like that alone can't fulfill people you know so it's like the family the the family shit and like like investing into your legacy can fulfill you like that's a that's a different type of purpose bro finances is just a means to do more stuff (laughs) do more to do more silly shit bro just a means to do more stuff bro like you like that's why folks be like bro you like to do that with somebody else like like yeah but it's like it's just a means to do more shit it just it just it just gains access that's it that's all finances are Damn, we had a mature pod today. We did have we had a hella mature podcast, and the sun just came out, so it's pretty. That don't good. mean I'm about to do nothing with it. I'm about to get something to eat and lay my ass <laughs> right down. That don't mean I'm about to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, with it. I'm about to, I might close these curtains, bro. Oh man, do you um quick before we get out of here for these for these last this for this last nine right? Mm-hmm. Do you have do you is there anything that you would like to see us do different as as we turn up and get into this this hunted? Just hide it. Hmm. Uh, nah, man. I think I think what we're doing is completely working, and we'll continue to add on from where we are, and just build from there. Because yeah. I because I cause I feel like it's working. I feel like they're the um the engagement is good. The people are uh, listening and like getting something from it and yeah. and voicing it to us, which is dope. Yeah. Uh. So. I would like to kind of do that just more, you know, just put it, you know, I don't have no, no resolutions for it where it's just like, <laughs> hey, like we would like it to be, uh, you know, lighter or we would like it to, you know, have like a, you know, make sure we have more guests yeah, or like yeah. something like that. Like, nah, bro. Like I think, I think podcasting is just really just like finding the rhythm for mm-hmm. your particular podcast yep. and then going from there. Cause like, yeah. We got the chemistry rocking. We just got to, you know, just keep adding on to it. Yeah, that's what's that, that part, like, I don't, I don't know. I never doubted it, 
but for it to get to a space where it's recognizable. Money. Money. Uh oh. Uh oh. Give me. When you what? brought when you brought that microphone from that room that day with me, you and Poe. Oh man. Did you really believe? Yes. <laughs> that's what's be that's what's Bro, so that, crazy. Our, our first unreleased podcast. Should we release it? I have it. It's crazy. I hella, hella want to release it. It's, it's nuts. crazy. I don't even know what we was talking about back it then. Because we were drunk too. We were, we was drunk and we were not like privy to any of this. Like we no, 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 we've no. never. This is pre- like like money money had been doing like the interview stuff and like you know in you know he has a mic at all times so like he he's a little bit he's a little bit more versed Gee, in this shit. You and Paul, nigga, we was just flying off the is that, rip. Is that is the private link still up for that or did I take it down? No, nah, I think you took it down. Okay, I. I need to listen to it again because it was like I don't know what we got off, but we shit. but we had thoughts that day, yeah. and that's what's so that's what's so cool. Like, so the, the even before the interview shit, that was what I pitched, and it was like, nigga, you want us to do what? <laughs> you, you and Paul were like, what are you talking about, fam? Like, I mean, because for one, bro, I mean, people could pick up from it from like people that don't know me can pick up from it on this pod is just like, nigga, I'm not about to have people in my business, bro. Man. Like real shit, like at all times. So like, you gotta think about it. Me and Paul, before we even thought about doing any of this shit, and like Monty is trying to pitch it to us, me and Paul are the worst people <sighs> at nigga, like allowing people into shit, man. Like nigga, we'll give our cipher shit all day long. <laughs> But like just allowing people into like information, like not not even the information because we can give you information. Yeah. It's just motherfuckers like being in our in our business or just yep. like really like don't really care for it. So. And as, and it was like and niggas was like no nah, I know and and it wasn't even intentional. It was just like we got faded one night. I had I had just done nah 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 nah. My, the way the way Monty pulled that it pulled, like pulled it the whole set setup thing out. It felt though. like it was set up, Monty. <laughs> I swear to God, it was. Monty, Monty just he just put the line out like he just put like a little seed out real quick and said just some just some slick shit about a, about pot about pot and or whatever just getting on the mic or whatever. And then like you know us, we got a little we got a little amp. He's like, yeah, bro, we can one day we can definitely do that shit. And Monty's like, <laughs> next you know, Monty disappeared, bro. Came out the room with the <laughs> with the original setup. Like, oh, this nigga like meant like now the trap the trap is bro setup. like now. Okay, got I it. had I had just interviewed somebody at the house that day. And we ended up, we downtown fucking around. We went back to the spot and just talking shit. And it was like, we can do it one day. And I was like, well, glad you said that. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> glad you said that. We could do it today. One we, day, one day. We should, we sh- maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll sprinkle in like clips. Maybe, mm. maybe clips is better. Maybe, maybe Damn, I'll go, that's I'll go a great listen idea. to it. I'll go listen to it and see what's like. Not completely cancel worthy because it's it that first episode was nuts. Oh no, I bet, I bet we had z- we had zero training. Like I still have zero training, <laughs> but like at least at least I've done this enough times to like kind of get it like a understanding of just like how it flows. Oh, but man. then we had nothing. Like it was like, bro, whatever. So you told me just. Uh, just so this thing is recording right now. <laughs> this thing, like, on? like, like, did, didn't realize how how much it was like picking up and recording shit until we listened back. Like, oh, we was wild. Is this thing on? Yeah, yeah man. Now maybe uh, how maybe, long was that first one? That first one we was, was in good. there for a minute. Yeah, that first one was probably probably right under two, mm. um, give or take, maybe a little shorter. Um, but some some meat on the bones for sure. For sure. So I'll take a listen and see if we can share anything with y'all. That'll be that'll be a fun sort of way to to wind down these last nine. Um, and if anybody has any other suggestions, tap in. Uh, follow us at Meet the Brave Podcast on Instagram. Um, you can reach out no IG LG on IG, um, and then 
my at Monty Draper. I don't have anything else for y'all. L, you got anything? Nah. Um, have a great, have a great, great, great week, and we'll tap in later. Love, love.